What's up? How you doing? Another edition, a special edition of the CYJ Podcast. Your host, Charlie, Josh, Yanko, where are you, bro? Come on now. It's the draft, fellas. How you doing, Josh? What's up, bro? What's cracking, man? It's Thursday, um, bro. It's Thursday. I just it's want final to say that, um, if I sign a little bit weird today, it's because I don't have my, uh, my microphone on, so. What happened to your I, reader here? I thought you were going uh, to wear a black tie. I'm actually wearing black underwear right now. Okay. Well, that helps. Uh, there you Not go. Not bad. So, I'm also, I'm in the middle of my dinner, so I'm having a delicious ribeye. So, if I sound kind of weird, my apologies. It's anyway, we are 10 minutes away from the draft. Josh, it was a crazy afternoon full of <laughs> it, it, it was supposed to be one of the craziest drafts of all time. And yet it just got crazy. What were you doing when Adam Schefter broke out those news? I was actually I had a crazy day at work today. Um, I didn't check my bleacher report. Usually that's the first notification that I get. And then all of a sudden I was listening. I was also obviously listening to satellite radio too. Um, but I think at that point I wasn't ironically. And then all of a sudden my phone just started blowing up and one thing led to another. And it was like, uh, uh, from there was, a an avalanche it just do, 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 do like details started coming out like crazy. Right. Yep. So it's crazy, man. It really is. Uh, we'll see how this development story talks. Maybe it's just A-Rod wanting to get more money, of course. That's where apparently the issue is. Uh, it seems to be very calculated from the, from the side of A-Rod, right? And then mm-hmm. just how right now everything's kind of brewing. But, man. man. What a, what a, yeah, what a, way to, what a way to flip this draft around. I got to say that I, I was hearing reports right now. Apparently, Adam Schefter was saying him and Jake Apparently. Apparently that it goes further than the actual contract issue. No. So we're five minutes, eight minutes away. So before anything, quick rapid take thoughts. Is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Packer by the end of the night? I'm, I'm going to go out and say, yes, he is. What is your thoughts? For hot take purposes, I would want to say he won't. But I think this is just too fast. I don't foresee a trade being pulled right now. You know, mm-hmm. and Eva, we're just minutes away. Uh, I think officially, 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 uh, 6.30 uh, mountain time is when the first, you know, thing comes out. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the coverage for the first 30 minutes. So think about it. We're talking about can, can a deal fall through in an hour for A-Rod just like that? I don't foresee it happening. I and really then here, here's a take that I was thinking about. Did the Packers actually study the prospects in the top five legitimately into depth? I know that they say they do, but, you know, subconsciously, this is a, this is a curveball thrown to you. So how prepared are you even to trade into the top five? The only thing I can think of, man, is um, if it's one of those trades that it's already kind of understood. It, it's mm-hmm. very different. But, for instance, uh, Chargers and Giants. Uh, Chargers drafted uh, Eli Manning. And then Giants drafted Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. So it was already a gentleman's call. We're just going to swap. 
Uh, Eli doesn't want to come to San Diego. We'll get Philip. Well, uh, hypothetically, you're saying we could see something like that unravel. Again. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, but but then again, the pick for Jordan Love is even worse. It's even mm-hmm. dumber right now. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you spend a first round pick, and that maybe that was the issue from the get go, right? You, you, you invested in a player that wasn't even going to contribute to the team. Even if he is an heir apparent, um, that's the issue, I think. That's kind of where everything kind of uh, started falling. Mm-hmm. You know? So you wasted a first-round pick last year on Jordan, and now you're getting another quarterback. So, Yeah, I, I, it, it'll be nuts. That would absolutely show that um, Jordan Love is a bust that quick. If they were to do something like that, Packers organization is a dumpster fire for that matter. We, we, uh, we had a little segment and look who's coming in. Mr. Yanko is actually coming in as we speak. So we'll let him come in, but it kind of shows you a few weeks ago, we were talking about bad franchises, franchises, you know, not good organizations, how to run a football team. What the hell is happening with the Packers? They used to be a really good led organization. It was a well oiled machine. And now, mm -hmm. It's going down the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there he is, Mr. Yanko, the one and only, back from the vet. How's he doing, my friend? Yanko, <laughs> is your dog uh, okay? Did the, what did the vet tell okay? you? Did he tell you everything was okay in regards to the issues that you're experiencing? The vet gave you the green light? That I, only, I only go to the vet to get my temperature checked anally. Just to be <laughs> Correct. That is, that is amazing, Yanko. No, uh, we got home and Max, well, the dog, I'm going to talk, I was talking like if you guys know, but the dog, that's Maxima. She, her toe was like, like that wide. She's broken her toes. She's broken her toe before. I don't know how she does it, but she does. So she, uh, we've, it's actually happened like two days ago. But she's usually pretty resilient. And today I, I touched it and she was she never cries or whimpers. And then she did and she didn't want to get up. So we thought maybe it was like a, like a bite of something. And we didn't want to risk it. So we took her. And uh, about $400 later, we're back with. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The disadvantages of living in mid-Texas and not having J-Town right next to you. Well, you as big as she is not cross her over the border well, <laughs> you wouldn't want to yeah. That's true. but i think it's still i think it's still uh cheaper in el paso than it is here i bet i bet bro anyway we were just talking about the trade we're four minutes away guys so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go ahead and, and, and pause this here for a little while just while we kind of gather our thoughts i know you kind of just rushed into this and as soon as the draft actually begins we'll start kind of going into this all right so we are four minutes away go ahead and set up your tv set up Whatever yeah, you gotta, I gotta do. do that. I gotta do all that stuff. I awesome. So I'm gonna pause, all right, guys. So, guys, when you guys listen to us again, we will be back and officially in the draft. All right, guys. So it's it is now six o'clock mountain time, seven o'clock central time. Uh, we are 30 minutes away. I, I thought it was gonna start at six. So you might be listening and be like, What? You just said it was gonna start four minutes ago. What happened? But a uh, Yanko, you're fully situated now, you're good to go. Bro, crazy day. Crazy day. Crazy day. I mean, uh, we've talked about it off air, and you guys might have mentioned it before I got in. The fact that the whole Aaron Rodgers news broke before, I mean, hours before the draft, I think is his agent or his team, his publicist, 
did that on purpose. Yeah. This this is this isn't news that just broke. And I've read all kinds of different things about how, you know, the Green Bay front office might dig their heels in and he either plays or basically becomes a host for Jeopardy. But the fact of the matter is that Diego's here. Diego, I'm sorry to Diego let him Diego. in. I have no idea who Diego is, but let him in. The fact of the matter is, is that Aaron Rodgers is way too valuable of a piece to, to sit. And yeah. if you're going to have a disgruntled quarterback like that, why not get as much capital as you can get? Why not just don't trade him in the division? Don't trade him in the division. Send him to the Raiders and then just let it be. <laughs> How convenient, right. right? The Raiders. Anyway, but think about it. <laughs> Well, I don't. I wouldn't send them to the Niners. You just lost to them in the NFC Championship two years ago. That would be like the ultimate. But if it's not tonight, they're gonna lose out on the value. They need to trade them tonight if they want to get as much value as they possibly could. Don't you guys think? I yeah. You you have to. I think he has. I don't know how true the the news is, but him picking. Was it the Broncos, Raiders, and Niners? Yeah, those those three are the options. It'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. The, the but I think on, honestly, I think out of all those teams that you mentioned, um, I I wouldn't think why San Francisco wouldn't do it. But I honestly think the one that is more desperate is Denver, and Denver's scary because they can bet the farm. They yes, don't they have can. a quarterback, even if they have Teddy, so they can but go I all think- in. I think, think so real quick, guys, before anything, let's just uh, introduce Diego. I just saw his camera come on. Welcome, my friend. Glad to have hey, you on. Back. Welcome to the CYJ. It's a pleasure me, uh, to have you. Diego is a guest of uh, Yanko's. He also happens to know Josh as well. Diego is a uh, Fort Worthian and is an avid Cowboys fan. It's unfortunate. Uh, the only reason Poor I'm friends soul. with him is because he's also a true Christian. Other than that, Poor I would not value his friendship soul. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yanko, a William Epps is coming in. You know him too. Yeah, yeah I know. All right, so let's let's let Yanko him join. Already. We just started, man. People want to join, bro. That's I'll excellent. introduce him too. That's excellent. I love it. We'll let him get situated as he comes in. And did we just lose Josh? I think he turned off. His, it's six thirty, oh, right? He said he was going to do that. Yeah. Oh, Freddie's coming in. Look at that. Oh, Freddie is coming in. Uh, Freddie. Very nice, very nice. So anyway, we are now twenty-five. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off the commercials in the meantime while that comes up. So let me let me introduce uh, Will Epps, aka Bo Nose Bolo Baller Bo. He is a Steelers fan from El Paso. Uh, nice. Great friend of mine, and he I convinced him to join because we don't need to know college football. We just need to know your fan, your team. So, Bo, if you can hear us, what's up, man? What's up, bro? How are you guys doing? We're doing good, dude. We were just talking about, did you see all that Aaron Rodgers stuff right before this draft starts? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm we- driving home. I'm listening to AM radio. And yeah, I see he's, uh, he's a, they're probably going to have to trade him, it sounds like, or let him sit. They, man, he's too much of a valuable piece. We were just talking about that with uh, the guys here. He's too much of a valuable piece to to not let him to let him sit. I mean, he someone will pick him up. Someone Freddy! will pick him. 
Sorry to interrupt you, but our good friend Freddie is also on. What's going on, bro? How you What's doing? You're all right, guys. How are you? Good, good, man. Glad you could join us, uh, fellow NFC West arrival. Nice. Yeah. What's going on, Bo? I uh, interrupted oh, you. Bro. <laughs> oh, you're cool. Rams, bro? Since when? <laughs> long, long time. He's the only Ram fan I know. Well, no, as of, but prior to last year, he was the only Rams fan. Now they're in the Fantasy Football League, but he's a Rams fan. He actually has a jersey. I'm surprised he has an updated jersey. Good for you, Freddie. <laughs> yeah. A few weeks ago, I almost traded this in because I didn't, I didn't know if that other guy really got a true beating out of him. So. <laughs> hey, but your quarterback is now Matthew Stafford, right? Oh, yes. Gugu Gaga. Would you have, uh, would you have, uh, if the Rams would have waited on, on trading and knew that Aaron was available, would you have taken Aaron over Matt? Uh, no. No. Oh, elaborate, no. please. Look, my God, I, I think he's the herd. Like, he, yes, he is talented, but his he's got a drama queen attitude, and I think Sean McVay is not someone that likes that very much. But we'll see. I, you know what? He is the fittest guy with a double chin I have ever known. <laughs> and Yanko continues to talk. First of all, Bo, good to have you, bro. Um, I don't know if I said hi to Diego, too. And Peaches, welcome to the show. Um, now, the point that I was going to make is um, Yanko has this weird obsession with people's jawlines and, and, and stuff. Jimmy as, set as the precedent. Jimmy, uh, so and the hairline, don't forget the hairline of Mr. Lawrence. That too. He, he, hairline? I saw, I heard this Where is it? Make laugh hilariously. It's a little but weird, right? But I like the response that uh, Yankel gave when he was like, "Look, I am confident with my uh, sexuality <laughs> and security." Sexuality, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I would hope someone has to be woke on this podcast. I would hope. No, funny but, thing um, is, I'm not the that listens to y'all's podcast. My wife actually also. Listen hey, what's up, Mrs. Hey, Freddy? nice to have you this here. Is healthy dynamic. Everyone is welcome to our podcast. Out. Heck yeah. <laughs> For sure. Just to tell you that a girl's night with some friends to watch the draft with me. That's oh. what's up. That's How adventurous. Up. Yeah. That Everybody's getting up. some tonight. <laughs> Very nice. We got another another member, and he's actually in the same building as I am right now. He is coming in, Mr. Jay Padilla. Oh, you know what? Let's put a put you on. That we didn't think that one through. He's the Green Bay. He's the Green Bay Packer fan, so he's probably going to be the one who's going to be going through the saddest moments tonight. He had all this hype coming into tonight, and it's just gone. So the draft looks like it just it's just started. Everyone's high fiving the maskless Roger Goodell. Yes. Oh, let me hear the booze. Oh, here we go. All right, guys. No, I'm gonna just, go ahead and pause this, and we'll be back in a bit. Sure. What's up, guys? So we have another member joined here. It's Mr. Juan Padilla. What's up, guys? He's uh, my brother-in-law. He is a uh, unfortunate Packers fan. 
Mr. Johnny P, how you doing, bro? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Thanks for giving me this platform to open up my heart and uh, maybe shed some tears throughout the night. I'm very excited. <laughs> you All right, still so have we- Rogers still. So you, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll have him for another hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> so let me a circle uh, of trust. One Diego wanted uh, Diego wanted Kyle <laughs> Pitts. That's his dream. I'm just gonna go in order by who joined next. Bo, what do you want? Offense. The Steelers. What do you guys? What do you think the, the Steelers need? Uh, but I think we're gonna go uh, O line or uh, uh, running back. That's what I think too. Both big needs, yeah. So one of the free agents on the on the market right now is one of the offensive linemen, Alejandro Villanueva. And then you guys had your center retire, I think, Pouncey. So O-line is is a big need, especially with Big Ben kind of slowing down. Is running back a bigger need, you think, or or that offensive line? Because last year they couldn't get anything figured out in the run game. So I understand the line is a concern. But I think you can get a – I guess it it works both ways, but you can get a a pretty good lineman in the later rounds. Maybe maybe, uh, Najee Harris falls to the – to yeah, that, that'd be pretty interesting though. Yeah, he's that running back from Alabama. And then you've got that that big running not big running back, but that good running back from Clemson. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think I actually went to a game with, with Bo uh this past season. We saw Pittsburgh in Dallas. Oh, by the way, real quick, hey to interrupt you, Yanko. The 2020 NFL draft is now officially open. So just so you know, breaking news are gonna start popping up left and right. As cool. we continue this conversation. So cool. the Jaguars are now on the clock. Not the mock draft Jaguars. Not those. The real Jaguars. The real Jaguars. Yanko, you are no longer the GM. <laughs> I'd probably do a better job than some of these GMs anyway. Anywho. <laughs> the humility. I love it. <laughs> Mike Williams. Yes. Yeah. Great job. Needed. Needed. I think Bo is right. I think offensive line or running back. We went to see the Cowboys, uh, Steelers, and fact of the matter was, since Le'Veon Bell left, I don't think uh, the running attack in Pittsburgh has been the same. Bo, if it was up to you, Najee Harris or Travis Etienne, where, where would you go? Yo, did you guys ask me something or what? Yeah. <laughs> Let me let me rephrase, Would you guys. want the, the struggle is real. No, it's cool. Would you want a top tier running back or an offensive line if you had to pick? I think I, I'm gonna go O line. I think you can survive with the mediocre uh running back. And uh yeah, that O line. Do you like party number one? Do you like that Juju came back? I don't like how he came back. I like that he's back, but it's kinda was like your new girlfriend got cold feet and you went back to your old chick, you know? It feels kind of weird. <laughs> That's a great analogy, but it's true. But it's true. So I got a question because we got, we got obviously we got Bo, we mentioned he's a Steelers fan, but we got Diego here. I'm trying to go in order on who's picking in the next couple of minutes. And Diego, I heard, is a Cowboys fan. So Diego, any thoughts? You're picking 10. Any chance your team tries to trade up and maybe – fall into the Kyle Pitts. Thanks, I know I know Mr. Uh Jerry Jones is interested. Any chance of that? Thank you, Bo, by the way. Um, 
I would love if he did that, but it's not going to happen. Uh, I think we're going to end up uh, with uh, Patrick Sertain, though, at number 10. Is that a bad thing, if I ask you as a fan? Uh, it's just our, our defense needs a lot of help. So, I mean, if our defense is not great and our offense is, I, I would love to just get Kyle Pitts just so we can just, you know, kill it in offense. But I think we're going to go with defense, though. Yeah. You have to go defense, bro. You and recent recent Cowboys news this week is and not he he was a, a good playmaker uh while he was healthy is that Sean Lee retired from the yes. Cowboys this week. Yeah. He had, it, he had to retire. <laughs> yeah. But he was good. He, he was, was he was. He was good. He was he was a cerebral uh really good leader on the field and I I think the Cowboys would uh, it would behoove the Cowboys to keep him on the sidelines. Maybe as a linebacker's coach or something. Do, do you guys find this, and, and I don't want to get off track here, but do you guys find this a little annoying? Maybe maybe they're told by NFL representatives to milk the clock. Yes, but bro, I know where you're headed. If it's, if it's a lock, okay? <laughs> yes. If it's a lock, why waste 10 minutes? Just yes. build a suspense up for everybody and their mom knows Jags are getting Trevor. <laughs> Says the guy that has meeting at 7 and his minutes are, are valuable. <laughs> Even, even, only at see that, the first pick. even at that, like last year and the year before, like when Kyler Murray too, everybody yes. knew the cards were drafting Kyler Murray. Right. And yet they still get got past the 10 and they went back there. Hey, and Josh, the quick in. plot twist, plot twist. The Green Bay Packers are negotiating with Jacksonville for that number one pick. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> but that's Let's, not going to happen. We have to, ask, we have to ask Mr. Padilla, though. Does, would he be cool if... Trevor Lawrence goes to Green Bay in exchange for Aaron? You know, that's a good question. It would be if it's any other situation, you could say. But the way that the Packers have been treating Aaron Rodgers for the, like these couple two years, especially, I don't think anything can repair this unless you just get Jordan Love out of the house. I think that's the only way that you can really fix this and just – Hey, Aaron Rodgers a house. That's the only way. Or or you just accuse him of doing bad things at massage parlors. I'm just saying. Conspiracy theory, just like Deshaun's. Guys, there's five minutes left on, on the pick. And even though the whole world knows Lawrence is going, five minutes are now gone. Up the clock. So does anyone have any hot takes last minute? Quick, let's go. Yanko, your hot take. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is not picked by the Jags. Diego, hot take. The Cowboys go number one with Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> All right. Okay, Josh, with the realistic <laughs> hot take. Uh, Kyle Pitts goes number one. All right. Wow. What, uh, Bo, hot take. None, bro. I didn't. I don't watch college football. All right. Sorry. <laughs> You're good, Bumper. man. You're good. He's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so we'll go with that. That's all that take. matters. That's Freddie, all that matters. hot take. Jags trade number one, go number two. Oh. <laughs> JP, hot take. I'll go like 10 steps forward. The Packers trade to go number one and take an offensive tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say A-Rod goes back with Danica Patrick. 
And I'm going to go, I guess, I guess rather than hot takes, these were ridiculous hot takes. So I'm going to say Niners traded up to number three to pick up Najee Harris. Wow. Yeah. So we are now yeah, three minutes. Big... Yeah. Three and a half minutes. I, what the heck? I, I, I agree with Josh. What the heck is going on? Either, either something is going on in the background or I don't know. And I have to say that uh, Trevor Lawrence's hair is better than his wife's. <laughs> At least on screen. <laughs> yeah, they just got married. Next year's Head and, Co- Head and Shoulders commercial is going to be Troy Palomalu. Yes. It's going to be <laughs> this guy, Trevor Lawrence. And then it's also going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, sir. You, Yanko, you could even see in his eyes. He's just lost. Yes. Like, Randall, he's that. lost. He, he's, he's no longer looking at our screen. He's just looking at the Lawrence screen. He has he has ESPN on the left side and then the, the focus cam on Trevor Lawrence. No, and right. then I have a third screen that you guys can see where it's just playing Lawrence highlights. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the other, on a real note, the other interesting thing I saw was that the Jags are contemplating bringing Tebow in for a tight end position. Yes. I saw that. Did you guys see that? Dude, he's 33. Uh-huh. Is he trying to do it? He should have done that 10 years ago. Not now. The only reason is because him and, and Urban are... Yes. Yeah, he Urban won national championships with, with Tebow. Mm-hmm. So Urban's probably the only guy that will give him a, a chance. Absolutely. Funny note, guys, just so you guys know, this won't happen, but it has happened in history. If the clock runs out, the next team on the clock immediately has a chance to take the pick. So just throwing it out there, that's not going to happen, but it has happened in the past. That would be the Raiders, dude. I think it was the Ravens that it happened to <laughs> at one point. But <laughs> I love your op- – I thought you were the optimistic optimistic fan, bro. Hey, I got to play both because uh, Josh isn't going to be here. Pick is in. Hold up. Adam Schefter, give me a second. <gasps> they traded. What? No, I'm kidding, guys. All right, guys, so the pick is in. <laughs> So we are. They're probably going to last another ten minutes just to say who the the pick is. Mm-hmm. Commercial so. break. Nah, but it's never oh, before have I Tebow. seen so many Jacksonville Jaguar fans. Oh, bro, you're going to start seeing them. You're going to see all these El Paso wins in their driveway with putting little Jacksonville Jaguar. We, let's let's be real. El Paso is made up of maybe four football teams. Mm-hmm. Cowboys. Raiders, Niners, Steelers fans. That's it. I've seen a lot of Packer fans. Are they bandwagon ones? Or are they like your boy Juan that are legit Packers fans? A little bit of both. (laughs) But I think that would apply to all four other ones that you mentioned. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. I mean, no offense (laughs) to Diego, but that's really what you see. Wait Wait till we see the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Wait, bro, that's, we're both in the <laughs> NFC. No, 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 you don't know. Okay, bro, all right. Anyway, sorry. That's my the actual only Browns fan I know is in El Paso, to be completely transparent. It's it's crazy. Really? That is that is really impressive, actually. So, I do have to say, though. Yeah, go ahead. I do have to say that's the, the, the few fans that I know of those teams in El Paso, none of them are, like, really annoying. All right, Jango, I don't want to interrupt you. Mr. Goodell is walking up the board. He is about to announce the pick. So I'm going to go ahead ahead and pause this real quick. So there it is, Trevor Lawrence. 
Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Shocker. So let's talk about let's talk about Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. It wasn't not too long ago that the Jaguars were in the AFC title game, right? Yes. Beating the likes of the Ravens, beating the Steelers, beating uh, those top team contentions. How beating long is the it Patriots in the AFC championship? See, yeah, seeing the Patriots, right? Yep. So, how fast of a turnaround do the Jaguars consider before their AFC contenders? Because let's let's be honest. Other than like the Bills, the Patriots are weak right now. At least from what they showed last year, mm-hmm. we know that even though the Steelers went eleven and zero, the wheels came off at the end of the season, and that was hard to watch because there was so much promise. You have teams that. Uh, like the Browns that are starting to build. You've got the Chiefs that are always going to be relevant. How long do you give Trevor Lawrence to be relevant, to be liable, or to be you know, a, a good representative and Urban Meyer, for that matter, since it's his first year as a coach? Okay, let's be real. If, if we're bringing this guy and we're bringing him as the next Andrew Luck, the next Peyton Manning, you know, a can't-miss prospect, he's expected to automatically bring this team into the AFC South contention title automatically. Regardless of how good this team is, regardless of them being a rookie, they're expected to at least have to compete with the AFC South. That's not saying a lot. So with that in mind, if this team isn't in the playoffs, not by year one, but by year two, I would start raising the red flags immediately. That's my hot take. Just AFC South, Houston Texans, Jaguars, Colts, and Titans. Yes, sir. I think this year they're better than the – if Deshaun doesn't play, I think the Jaguars can probably beat the Texans. Heck, bro, I think if Deshaun plays, they beat the Texans. Huh? They, can they – is their defense good enough to stop King Henry in Tennessee? Uh, that, and that's, that's – no, probably not. Probably not. The, the Colts are Tann- good. But is Tannehill as good as Lawrence? That's true. You know who is that – who – uh, is as good Carson Wentz. Isn't that yes, right, sir. Josh? Mr. Josh, any thoughts on Mr. <laughs> Carson Wentz? Sucks. Overrated. Um, they should instantaneously make, kind of what you said, Charlie, um, the Jaguars relevant, and the AFC South at least. Um, there's a lot of moving pieces, though, man. First-year head coach, Urban Meyer. Um, they're bringing this dude in, this cat. Everybody knew that they were going to draft him. So there's there's still a lot of pieces left, but they should make them relevant. And um, they play in a in a not so so division. But yeah, I agree. Second year, they have to hit playoffs. At least be in playoff contention, especially now that there's a seven seed. But we'll see. We'll see what Goldilocks does. Four and a half minutes, and the Jets' pick has not come in. Are the Jets going to follow the Josh route or are the Jets going to be normal? A lot of burgers in line, bro. I know. Burgers in line. <laughs> so you haven't forgotten. I've noticed. Good job. No. Ah. That'll be, uh, that'll be. Anyway, jo- uh, Yanko, you're the, you're the Lawrence guy. You're, you're the guy who wanted to talk to him. What, what are your, what's your take? Are you expecting a lot from Lawrence? Are you expecting us that we should be a little more caution with I him? Think or, or what are your thoughts? Because the AFC, the division he's in, the AFC South, as weak as it could be, they should. I think the, the Jets went, I mean, the Jets, the Jaguars went, like, what? They won one game or two games this year? Two. If I'm not mistaken. Two games? I think so. Doubling or tripling that is already, I think it's, I think it's possible. 
I don't think they have a winning season, but more than two wins, it has to happen. I think it, it does has to happen. You're talking about a guy who's used to winning. You're talking about a coach that is uh, has something to prove. He's got a decent defense. And with Trevor Lawrence at the helm and this offseason being, I think, different than last season. If he's drafted last season and they can't do in-person workouts, they have to do everything virtual and all the COVID things happens, I think that takes a bigger ding on rookie quarterbacks. But because they can be in person this year, I think he'll be... I think he'll be just fine. So it, double the wins, but by year two, they have to be in contention at least. No more than three years. Oh, man. So, all right, we're about to transition into the Jets, guys. I believe the pick is about to come in at any moment. Uh, Mr. Jo uh, Josh, before you do so, just uh, out, my friend, thank you for joining us. I know you you got more important things to do. Uh, any final I'll thoughts? I'll see you guys you later. Go? Have fun. Chime in. Good luck to all your teams. Diego, Bo, Freddie, Juan. We'll see you guys. All right, bro. See Take you, care, bro. Good Thanks see for you joining us. Let's go, linebackers, Las Vegas. Let's go. Mika, Mika. <laughs> Mika, Mika. The, by the way, guys, the pick is now in. I don't care about the pick because guess what? And the homer is coming in. The Niners are on the clock. Let's just remember that the Jets traded away Sam Darnold. Thank you. They got a couple of picks in, and projections have that BYU quarterback who is, I, I don't think he's all that, but they see more things. These are the professionals uh, who should get. Do they need a quarterback? Yeah, man. They, they have to pick a quarterback. But there's so many quarterbacks in this, in this draft that we don't know who. BYU, the BYU kid, Zach Wilson, should be, should be the one, but... Hey, Jenko, so... Is this one of those things we talked about it? I think on Monday. But is this <laughs> is this one of those things where the Jets found a problem by making a problem? You know what I mean? They had a pretty good quarterback. Is it, they had other needs, and now they made another need by having to get a quarterback. Did they? I, I, whoever would have came in, even if it wasn't Robert Sala as coach, they they would have easily picked a quarterback. I think Freddie wants. Uh, has... Freddie, Freddie, I know you have your hand up before the pick comes in, <laughs> and if it gets interrupted, we'll let you continue with your thoughts. But go ahead, bro. Forget the picks, except for the coach. I think that whole front office is still a mess. Here it comes, guys. Absolutely agree, bro. But continue on your thoughts as soon as we're done with the pick here. This um, this will be crazy. This 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 will be the first unknown. Is the fan going to make the pick? Oh, he, no, he's not. Nah, he is he's like, just, nah, man, you don't have a mask on. So he's kind of just chilling. So I'm going to take the earphone on just so you don't announce it again because I think I'm on like a 10-second delay. Even the fan is shocked. Like, what? Yeah, as expected. As expected. So, so far, other than Josh thinking that Justin Fields was going there, everyone in the world saw this coming. So just to reiterate, this, the Niners are now on the clock. This draft could set a record for the amount of quarterbacks picked in the first round. In the first top 10, for that matter. Yep. What, what we said the record was four, correct? Yeah. So if there's five picked, which is possible, and I'm still waiting for that crazy one, you know? New England could come up. 
trade up to get a quarterback. They're in talks with Carolina, supposedly, to try to get that number eight pick, or number mm -hmm. six pick. Yes. You know, someone as far-fetched as uh, that needs quarterbacks, right? Let's say, yeah, Pittsburgh restructured Ben uh, for contract purposes, but let's admit, guys, Ben's out the door. Absolutely. They could move up to get someone. Let's not forget, it's happened in the past. A team picks up a player. This happens more in the NBA than, than right now in the NFL, but it has happened where a team will pick a player for another team because they're in the, in the matter of a trade. But don't be surprised if this pick is actually Green Bay selecting in the place of the 49ers. Just you shocked, Bo? Am I shocked? Yeah. You, what, if they were we to, trade it up? No, you, if you could. If you could. Oh, yeah, I would. Heck yeah. I think I think it's a possibility too, but just highly unlikely. So there's a guy, there's a guy, Bo, in Florida, Kyle Trask, that has kind of the same build as uh, Big Ben does. And he could yeah. fall in, maybe into the into your into the Pittsburgh Steelers lap or the second round. So it's something to definitely look at if it's not an offensive lineman or running back. Yeah. Wow. What's uh, up, Mr. Diego? Mr. Diego. Hey, Carlos, would you give up uh, your number three pick for Aaron Rodgers? And uh, what else would you give up? I would do Aaron Rodgers straight across. Um, I'm not willing to do much more than that. If it's much more than that, I'm going to go with the rookie. I won't because I'm not going to mortgage the entire future. Um, I won't do it. Well, the Niners already did, right? Basically yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think if, if if the Packers, if I'm calling and I'm the Packers, I'm saying, I'll give you it. I'll give you Rodgers. You give me the number three in, and you're going to give me Nick Bosa or Fred Warner. If I'm the Niners, I'm not taking any of those. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I don't think it's, I, I think I'm willing to be patient and be good for the next 15 years rather than mortgage it all for, for Aaron Rodgers. However, number three pick. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I would do it in a heartbeat. But wouldn't you think the Packers would want to trade, let's say they get a number one draft pick for this year at, they would want Jimmy? Well, it depends. I think the question is, what about Jordan Love? Is Jordan Love? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Jordan Love. And that's the thing. I don't know what you could do if you're the Green Bay is you pick up Jimmy Garoppolo and now you have two quarterbacks and you could trade one of those two somewhere. You know, maybe they're a trade asset. You know, I don't know, but if, if, if the whole thing is cap, I don't think they would take on Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, contract. There's four and a half minutes to go. I ain't gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna be realistic, guys. My analyst hat is out right now. I am, I am full on fan mode. I'm gonna try not to be for the next so who 15 do you want? minutes. Who do you want? Trey Lance. Trey Lance, your, but I, but, but I want a, Jimmy Garoppolo to stay for another year. If that's who does Carlos Sr. want? Carlos Sr., who do you want? Justin. He wants Justin Fields. He wants Justin? Yes. So he wants Justin and you want Trey? I want Trey. But I'm going to reiterate what I've been saying. I've been saying it for the last few podcasts. If we go Mac Jones, I believe in John Lynch and I believe in Kyle. I believe – and I'm going to say it again. Rookie of the year is, is – if Mac Jones is the quarterback, he's rookie of the year. Just to, for, the, for whoever's listening, Mac Jones was the starting quarterback in Alabama. He was in the same class as the as – the, uh, he sat behind Tua, who's now in Miami, and he sat behind Jalen Hurts, who's now in Philly. Don't scare me. Yes, sir. <laughs> this guy's telling me there's a trend. I'm like, what? I'm trying to like go through my Bleacher <laughs> Report Twitter, uh, pretty much everything that there's out there. And um, 
it looks like the pick is in because everyone's clapping in the war room for the 49ers. They haven't announced it yet, but my take is the Niners are about to draft Mac Jones. I have a feeling they're picking up the phone now. They're about to send in the pick. That would probably mean the Atlanta Falcons are about to be on the clock. Do you um, disown the Niners if they pick something other than a quarterback? I won't. Again, I would stick with my comments of I trust John Lynch. and I, I, I trust them. They, they've changed the culture of our organization. I would be... I would be scared, but but I wouldn't I wouldn't disown him. If I didn't disown him after two and fourteen seasons, two and fourteen seasons, four and twelve seasons, I'm not gonna disown him for for a bad pick. You know it's crazy because right now we have fans uh, from different teams, and two of them are used to winning: the Packers and the Steelers. They, they're, they're storied franchises, so they're used to winning. And it's crazy to think that they're probably close to a point where that tide may turn. If, you know, they have a good coach in, in Pittsburgh. They have a good front office in, in Green Bay. But if Aaron, no, no good front office? Yeah, no, bro. No. no. I, no. I, Brian Utikins should get out of there, bro. Honestly, he's terrible. But despite, but think about it. Despite the fact that Green Bay has had Aaron disgruntled for a while, you guys still keep winning. Yeah, and that's what we. I think you and me mentioned it, Yanko, and we had that one. The pick is in, guys. By the way, um, let me get back to that point in a bit. The pick is in. So, but real quick, Yanko, I think you and me touched that topic that you and me would kill to still be in the Packers situation because they continue to win. You just said, heck yeah. So, you just you just talked about the Niners being two and fourteen. Try being a Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah. At least the Niners have five rings, right? You know, I, and I'm not trying to throw in the face, but at least it's you still have that. But for the last, I mean, for my entire lifetime, other than, I mean, we've made two Super Bowls, but it's really it's been like two little plugs, little sparks that the Niners <laughs> go into. But then they just they, they they continue to go back to mediocrity. So. Yep. Oh, dude, I'm like hyperventilating here. I have no idea what the Niners are about to do. I'm even lying. I have, n I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so once again, I'm gonna take my earphone off once once I see Goodell because I think I'm like on a 10 second delay because it's on cable. So from what Yankee on the on the cal on the college side, they're showing uh Mac Jones working out, and then they have Trey working out, and they're showing Kyle Shanahan in the background with Trey working out. Over here, you see Mr. Crooked Fingers, Booger McFarland. You have uh, Mr. Mel Kuyper. <laughs> you got Louis Riddick. And I forgot the other guy's name, but all four of them are just talking. Now they're, now they're showing Kyle Shanahan at, at Ohio State with I'm even kidding, bro. Justin. I'm like, I'm about to lose some tears. I'm not even kidding. Let's see who it is. All right, guys. So I'm going to take my earphone off, by the way. I'm talking, but you guys, I can't hear you guys, so... There's this a lot the of Niner faithful at the pick of my life in Cleveland right now. Don't tell me anything if you hear if they tell you. So don't say anything yet. There goes Trey Lance, North Dakota State. Wow! Oh my God! Wow! Oh my! Wow! Okay, guys, I'm gonna go puke. Wow! Let's talk about let's uh, let, while Charlie uh, 
starts to come back down from his hyperventilation. Trey Lance, North Dakota State. That's the same uh, university that uh, Carson Wentz went to. Trey Lance is basically, uh, I guess, to be closest comparison in the pro uh, pro level would probably be a little bit like Deshaun at the collegiate side. Deshaun Watson maybe a, not necessarily as as more run heavy as Lamar, but can move, can run around. I think uh, I like the pick for the Niners. I like it. I like it. I'm back to normal. Um, this this is what I wanted. I hate this it. Is what I it. <laughs> I think. Why does think, the Rams fan hate it? I was hoping they would take Mac Jones. History has it that Alabama quarters do not or Alabama quarterbacks do not do well in the NFL. Absolutely, bro. I, I was nervous. I ain't gonna lie. But I, I I was genuine when I say that I would have trusted what Kyle and, and John would have done. This is exciting though. Um, th- to me, this just makes a guarantee. To I, I'm gonna say clear cut. Jimmy Garoppolo will be starting quarterback week one. I, it's the, it's that clear. They're gonna it would, let, it would be best. Yes. Yes. If they don't, this guy you is risk. a guy that can. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I said maybe this guy is a guy that can emulate what Russell's doing in Seattle. He definitely has the the same kind of body and the same kind of game. Yes, I, a body. I would say he's about. No, oh, he's taller. He's yeah, six he's three. Like, yeah, almost six four practically. You yeah. know, what? he he honestly and, and and a better passer, but he reminds me a lot of Kaepernick. Not his passing abilities, but his stature and his running ability and his and, and his just long feet, long legs. He reminds me of Kaepernick. Is that a good thing? I don't know. But he does have that that just long legs, very fast kind of guy. I'm excited. Uh, this this is this is crazy because we have seen historically what Kyle Shanahan has been able to do with non-mobile quarterbacks. Now we are talking about an extremely running athletic quarterback. I don't know. I'm excited. And this the is the 2021 NFL season. Not this is a guy that didn't have a lot of scholarship offers coming out of high school. Yeah. You know, he went to North Dakota State. Uh, some teams passed on him because they thought he should switch positions. He that he shouldn't have been quarterback, but look at him now, a third pick in the overall in the first round. That's awesome, great for him. Atlanta is now on the clock. Does Atlanta have the potential to move on from Matt Ryan and get who's left, Justin Fields? Jenko, quick before we before we transition into that, just yeah, for sure. Because the, the pick was going to be Mac Jones. That's what the whole world said for the longest time. Mister Freddie, healthy dynamic, who's who's come in here. Uh, Freddie, you're the one who said it in our chat earlier. If the Niners don't pick Mac Jones, he's going to drop. Is he going to drop now? Is Justin Fields going first or is Mac Jones? What is going to happen now? Do you see the first of all? Let's go on with that. What what's going to happen? I definitely think that Justin goes first. Okay. By a mile. I think Matt Jones possibly falls even into the second round. Really? So, so second round. So we're going to go from record breaking five quarterbacks to Matt Jones going all the way to second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, from my perspective, I can see that though. I can see that. He's definitely. A system quarterback, a coach's quarterback. He's got so much talent around him, he doesn't have to shine. The other players around him make him shine. Yes. And I'm just going to stick to history, man. Uh, all these Alabama quarterbacks, I mean, I know the Tua and uh, what's his face uh, are still, you know, proving their point, but I, 
I don't think so. I don't think they're worth first round picks. No, no, I, 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 I like your takes, bro. I really do. I, I really, really do. I think it's, I think it's good stuff. Um, we're at the point right now where trades are going to start swinging left and right because everyone was expecting Mac Jones to go. So there was a, a pattern. If you're Atlanta, I feel like you just lost all this trade value that you had, or you gained it. Depends. Because now, if you're the NFL teams and the one team that everyone said was going to get Mac Jones and they didn't get Mac Jones, I think his value just dropped considerably. And Justin Fields is the one quarterback left that has value. So Falcons, do they pick Mac, uh, Fields or do they trade him away or do they get uh, Mr. Pitts? What do you all think? Man, they have to. Oh, Pitts. go for it, Freddie. Go, no, no, go ahead. Pitts. Oh, he's I, I think they go for Pitts. Yeah. Uh, one thing I can't remember who goes first. Is it Denver that goes first or Carolina? So uh, uh, Dem- Denver's going first because Carolina. Yeah, Denver's going first. Pick it. All right, guys. Okay. Real quick, I, the pick is in for the Falcons. The- so I think Fields might fall to Denver if Atlanta doesn't pick him up if here. If Fields falls to Denver, that sucks as a Raiders fan. Absolutely agree, bro. Absolutely agree. So I. I'd rather have Mac Jones. Yeah. Here's a a hot take. If the Falcons were to go Justin Fields, does Denver get Mac Jones? Are they that desperate for a QB in Denver? I think so. I think they are. And and, and if you tell me who's better, Mac Jones or Teddy, I'm going to go Mac Jones. I I will. That's right, because this week, Teddy Bridgewater was traded to Denver. Absolutely. And and obviously, if they traded for Teddy, you know they view Teddy as better than Drew Locke. So I, that's why oh, I didn't sure. mention it. But, Freddie, you looked a little concerned with my statement. So expand. No, no. I, I agree. It's just that if I was in Denver's spot, I think those quarterbacks that you really wanted are now gone. Let's, you know, let's say that they are gone. Stick with Teddy. Wait another year. See what next year's draft brings out. You know? but Remember, next year's draft is expected I, to be an absolutely bad quarterback class. That's just it's very true. But let's let's think about it, guys. Who knew of Mac Jones prior to the draft coming up? You're right, bro. On that too. Who knew of I mean you had who knew of Zach Wilson? He didn't have as much hype as some of the other quarterbacks. All right, guys, real quick. Sorry, Yank will interrupt you. The pick is in, the pick is about to come. Mr. Bood Goodell is coming up to the stage. Kyle Pitts, best tight end in, in the draft. Best athlete in the draft. Yep. Best player in the draft other than yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Let's see. There it is, Kyle Pitts. There it is, Kyle Pitts. Wow. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not surprising. He's uh, – Mr. Dude, yeah, go ahead. Here. This dude on paper is insanely gifted. So he – he matches up exactly in stature to Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron. As a now, tight end, bro. Exactly. That's nuts. So compare, That's nuts. Top tight ends in the league right now, right? You have Travis Kelsey. You have Darren Waller. And then Kittle. it kind of drops, right? Oh, oh yeah. Got- Sorry. Kittle. Kittle. Come on. Yeah, Kittle. Come on, man. My bad. I forgot. He was injured last year. All right. All right. I'll give it to you. I'll give it he to you. was injured last year. And no se repita. So... I mean, they're, after after those top three, right, there are a handful yep. of tight ends in the league. So a tight end can definitely revolutionize a game, especially if you can't uh, go for it, right? Yeah, go. I, I, I do have to question this. 
here's my take on on I, not that I'm against the player, not that I'm against Kyle Pitts, not that I'm against because Josh said he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and I agree with him. However, can you remind me how you guys picked up Darren Waller and where Darren Waller was drafted? If you happen nah. to know that, I don't want to put you on the spot, but so I don't remember where he was drafted. I know, but oh, you know Freddy, where he was, and then you go, please, because I want to make a point out of that, Mr. Freddie. Where was oh, hold on. if I'm not mistaken, the Ravens had him. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, he was suspended and brought back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, so, if, you re- if you remember, he didn't. He wasn't even drafted, really. He, he, go ahead, go ahead. So Freddie's absolutely right. I don't remember where he was drafted, but I do know that he had come from the practice squad of the Ravens. Somehow, some way, John Gruden saw him practicing, asked about him, inquired about him, and they used a supplemental pick to get him into uh, Las Vegas. He sat in the in the uh, in a conference or in a division, better said, with Baltimore, with Cincinnati, with Pittsburgh. That he played against these guys, and any of those teams could have probably picked him up as well. Fact yep. of the matter is that Darren Waller was a risk, was a high risk, high reward. And fortunately for the Raiders, he's been a high reward. He had a lot of drug issues, he had a lot of mental health issues, but in Las Vegas, he or Oakland slash Las Vegas. He's been able to uh, really come to his to a good pedigree of a tight end. And right now on the on the college side of the draft, they're showing a lot of highlights for Pitts. What he's doing, he's he's chipping blocks and then going out for a flat, going out for a curl. Uh, the guy that we talked about earlier in Florida, Kyle Trask, the quarterback who could also be drafted in the first round. You know, he he threw to him, so he's used to a good quarterback. Matt Ryan is a great quarterback for him to learn under. He's got Julio on one side. They got Calvin Ridley. They've got uh, another. I forget which other fast guy that they had. Uh, I think it's Gage for the and, for the Falcons. And don't, and don't forget they they paid a big bucks for for Halen Hurst, who was a really good tight end. They just didn't use him properly last year. So now you got that two tight end split. So it, correct. And they paid for uh, the ex Ram running back. What's his name? Gurley, but he's gone. If I'm not is mistaken. gone. Is Gurley gone from yeah. the Falcons? Yes, I believe they. It, I believe he's not on the. Yeah. I believe he's a free agent right now, actually. Yeah. Well. So, and yes, um, Darren Waller was by the Ravens. Yeah. So, That's and, and what, I, what I wanted to get to that is the only caution tale that I would say is you're picking Kyle Pitts. He better be a Hall of Famer because to pick the non, the first non-quarterback position, and it be a tight end, he better be. The next coming of Jesus, he, he has to be because he—that's he, a—that's not the most important position on the field by any means. Does this make ultimately the pa- the, the pa- Panthers? Sorry, the Falcons a better team? That's going to be something that needs to be asked. I like the fact that they're trusting Matt Ryan though, because I think Matt Ryan has a little bit left in his tank. He's good, man. He's good. He took him to the Super Bowl. He's an MVP. And quick stat about the AFC NFC South is that Matt Ryan has an MVP. And Drew Brees never got one. Oh, wow. Cool little yeah, tidbit. Yeah, think about awesome. that. Awesome little tidbit. And with that, we're going to go ahead and pause this, guys. We're going to give it a little break. Well, I know they're going into commercials on my end. So we'll go ahead and do a little break. And we'll come back on the next pick. So Joe Burrow is in the in the same division. They have to protect them. If they pick an offensive lineman, it's, it's a good investment. They could go Jamar Chase, wide receiver that played with him in LSU. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The pick is in. Roger is walking up to... I know Roger personally. He finds the Raiders a lot. 
Roger's walking up to the to the mic. Here it is. Oh! So they didn't go offensive linemen. They went Jamar Chase, LSU wide receiver that played with Joe. Is there, you know what? I have to I have to say this. Cincinnati is not known for making these picks. They are known for going no. conservative and and sticking to their to their you know their one way road. This is crazy. We crazy. have to remember that their coach is in their second. I think it's second at most third year in Cincinnati. I'm gonna say third, bro. Third. After after uh, I forget his name. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Thanks. Left. Their coach is an offensive minded coach. They had to keep up with Chase Claypool. They had to keep up with Juju. They had to keep up with Lamar Jackson. And it's predicted that the Ravens will pick a wide receiver in the draft. They had to keep up with uh, the the Browns, who have Juice Landry and OBJ. And the, and, and the beast tight ends. And, and the beast, beast tight backs. ends that they have. So they need a dynamic playmaker. And not that A.J. Green was a dynamic guy, but he left. He went to the Cardinals this year. They have T. Higgins. And who else? And, who else? And Tyler Boyd, who's a beast number. I, I don't know, bro. I, I actually, I am gonna say I don't like this pick at all. I think the the if this is the one year you're gonna go off script. I like Chase. Don't get me wrong. I think he's the best receiver in the board. But it, it's not gonna help you if you can't protect your 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 franchise quarterback. And, and Joe Burrow, remind me again why he tore his ACL. Yeah, he got hit like seventy-two times behind the line or obviously behind the line before he went out with a torn ACL. And and sometimes I feel like these court, these general managers and these coaches are playing Madden and they think we can plug anyone in at the lineman and it'll be all right. It doesn't matter how good skill players you have if you can't protect your quarterback. Personally, I don't like this pick. I think the Bengals went for the flashy toy and they forgot to get the guy that's going to protect their their real investment, which is Joe Burrow. Well, so I'm, I'm going to. I want to look up for the Bengals' sake. I want to look up what their what their second round. Picks so while are. you're looking while you're looking that up, Mr. Freddie had some clapping hands. I just want to see what what he meant by that. No, I totally. Even though he's a good player, and I'm not totally against the pick, they already have good wideouts. They could even develop even further. Protect your investment. If you can't protect them, nobody's going to be able to throw to these wide receivers you have now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so the Bengals, yeah. it's interesting. The, the Dolphins pick is in, but the Bengals, they have the 38th pick. Okay. So they can, st- if, they if can not, still get a good They can still get a, a good offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And it's Penesul from Oregon that we were we were thinking about. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's what we were talking about. I, I, I um... I don't know. I, I really think you could – I think you can get a really good receiver. Nowadays, you've been getting good – I mean, A.J. Brown. Look at A.J. Brown. Is it A.J. Brown? Yeah, the, the Titans got look him at, in the second round. Look at Debo Samuel. Look at D.K. Look at D.K. Yeah. yeah. It's – it's. Uh, and think about the linemen. Quentin Nelson. Remind me where he went. You know, Joe Staley, he just retired from the Niners. Remind me where he went. They're all first-rounders. First I, I know you can get decent players later rounds. But I'm talking about decent players that are going to come and help teams that are not that bad. The Bengals are probably the worst offensive line in football. I'm, I'm going to continue saying it. it was a bad pick in my pool. Dolphins pick is in. Dolphins pick is in. Guys, that means six picks have come in. 
no trades. So the, the, the one year that we were expecting a gazillion trades, no trades. It doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers can't leave still. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> as much as I'm, and we've lost. Uh, we've I lost. think he had meetings. Oh, I see. I see the message. Um, as, as much as we say that the Niners picked up Trey Lance, that does not mean the Packers can't still trade Aaron Rodgers to the 49ers. That's all I'm going to say. You never know. You never know. But right now, who do you all think – right now, just to make conversation, who do you all think – where does Aaron Rodgers what, – what uniform will he be wearing at the end of the night other than his PJs? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Tell us. Tell us. I know you want to say it. Look. Even though, even though you're wearing a car jersey. Look. Would it be far-fetched to think that if he – here he – supposedly. I'm going on rumors, right? But – this is what analysts do, and not that we're professional ones. But if he, for whatever reason, and I, we said this off air, Charlie, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, now it's two superstars that want that have expressed interest in Las Vegas. If Aaron goes there and Derek Carr goes to Green Bay, it's not completely crazy, but at least you're getting something. So a first-round pick, Derek Carr, for Aaron. Here's I, my take, Yanko. I think if I'm the Packers. I'll take Derek Carr, but I don't consider I don't consider Derek Carr. And, and and again, I'm one that believes in Derek Carr. But honestly speaking, I would say, okay, you're gonna give me Derek Carr, but that changes nothing in the value. You know, you're just throwing it in to sweeten the spot. So to me, if I am Aaron Rodgers, I am not going to the Raiders unless I know they're getting they they didn't pay too much. So I don't know. I think Derek actually, Carr. Though, Derek Carr Derek, is cheaper. Yes. He is. He is. I do have to say this. If Derek Carr ends up in the Packers, what, I still think the Packers are the best team in the NFC North. It's better than Derek, the Bears. Yes, and it's better than the Vikings, and it's better than the – who am I missing? Vikings, Bears. Lions. Lions, thank you. So he's better than Jared Goff. He's, he's better than whoever starts in Chicago, and the Dolphins pick is in. Is All he right, better than Kirk Cousins? That one would be the question asked, but he has a better team around him, and that's what I would That's say. true. All right, here, here comes, comes the Dolphins. Okay. Oh, my God. He Another went, wide receiver. He went, he went early from what I was expecting. He is. That is an early pick. But it is, it remember, is, but it's, he's yeah. Tua's boy. Yes, sir. And so back to back. Yes, that's the second time we see that. And, and, and the Dolphins are a team that – see, this is the difference. The Dolphins are okay doing this. They they are on the rise. They didn't need as much protection as Joe Burrow does. I like this pick. I like this pick quite a bit. But we mentioned it on Monday, Yanko. Can you remind us who the Heisman Trophy winner was, though, and who's who's now falling? Devonta Smith. Is that because of his size? It has to be because of its size. So it's, let's yeah. go back to last year's wide receiver class from Alabama. It was, first of all, it was Jared Judy and Henry Ruggs, right? And then I forget, there was a Judy, Ruggs, and I forget the Jefferson, other one. Jefferson and Ayuk. Correct. Oh, and we forgot Rager from the, from the Eagles. Exactly. Supposedly, Ruggs wasn't supposed to go as high as he did over Jared Judy. So this, this happens. This happens to where... You know, it, it kind of goes back and forth with 
who you think talent is, and maybe it's a system thing. Maybe he fits the Dolphins system better, but you have to think the Cincinnati the Lions Bengals did pick it. is in. The Cincinnati Bengals did it. They got Joe Burrow's boy. Yeah. Now the Dolphins did it. They got Tua's boy. So they're 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 expecting to hit. Now Jalen Waddle isn't big. Also, he's five nine and a half, one hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, he's he's at, well. That's why on uh, where I'm watching on ESPN, they're comparing him to Tyree Kill. Uh, and, and I always find it humoring when humorous when 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 the analysts do this because you're comparing him to probably the I would say top three receiver in the NFL right now. So the expectations is you, you settle it down a little. Again, I like that the Dolphins did this because they're a trendy team right now. The, the, the Bengals weren't. So I think this this pick is absolutely going to hit. But here's something interesting. We are now six picks in. Seventh pick has already been in the Lions. We don't know what it is yet. But for the first six picks, all offense, 100%. Not yep. a single defensive or offensive alignment have been picked. If, yep. you're, if you're one of these teams on the lower end, one of these teams is going to get a player they did not expect was going to fall. And Mr. Freddy, look at him smile. Look at him go. He is he is happy. He is happy because these players are falling. So let's think about it. Last year, before last year's drafts, Judy, Ruggs, Waddle, Devonta Smith, they were all on the same team. Yeah. Talk about wide receiver you out there in Alabama. And to think that the... Alabama is known for their defense more than anything. And, geez, <laughs> and who was Louise. who was throwing in the ball, Charlie? Mr. Matt. Oh, well, Tua and then Mac Jones. And then but, Mac. So Mac had. That's another thing. Mac had a ton of talent around him. Yes. So does and that he, make? Is that why he's falling? Quick question: Is it far fetched to think that the Lions could go quarterback here? Could the Lions go quarterback here? Am I crazy for saying that? I see people nodding their heads. I would not think it's crazy. I don't believe in Jared Goff. I don't like Jared Goff. What do you think? If I if I could put my my opinion in there, I don't think it's too far fetched that they get a quarterback. But I do think that would just make that front office kind of look kind of incompetent in a way. Because I mean they they picked up that Jared Goff contract, and then for them to pick a quarterback was just Kind of doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. That's just my opinion. Well, they got him for cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel that the, the whole tra- Jared Goff trade really was. If we remember a few years ago, the whole uh, Brock Osweiler trade where the the Browns picked him up. They didn't pick him up because they wanted him. They just picked him up because of money reason. They had extra money. They wanted the extra capital. I feel that's why they did. It. I don't think the Lions believe in Jared Goff. I really don't. But it's a good take. If they believe in Jared Goff, then yeah, it would make absolutely no sense to pick up a quarterback here. I just don't like Jared Goff. But Freddie, and, you're the you're the expert of Jared Goff and, and Yanko. Whatever you're gonna say, go ahead, bro. No, go go, Freddie. Uh, from the beginning, I was never a Jared Goff fan. Never. Even watching him in in college, I was like, man, this. He was doing great in college, but you're talking about mediocre defenses you know, that he was playing against. Put him in the NFL, and this guy can't read defenses. Even um, Sean McVay said that. Never, I was never a fan. I would have taken Carson Wentz before him, but look where Carson Wentz is now, too. I think I would have never traded uh, or moved up to get Jared Goff. Freddie, then it, yeah. is, if Carson Wentz is a Ram, is he still there today? No. Yes, he oh. is. 
Yes, he is. I will completely debate you on that one. Yes, he is. The Philadelphia organization broke Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was having MVP caliber seasons. Jared Goff never had that. Even in their peak season, Carson Wentz, no, bro. Carson Wentz would still be a Ram, and he would be causing the NFC West bits. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see what he can do with a good with Frank Reich in Indianapolis. And a good line, man. He's never had a good line. True. Remember, it was the it was the Super Bowl season when he ironically tore his ACL in LA. What are the odds of that, right? <laughs> it's it's funny how you can connect those storylines. I and going back to what uh, Juan said about you know the their front office looking, we have to remember looking weird. We have to remember that RG3 and Kirk Cousins were picked in the same draft mm-hmm. for the Redskins. Or the fact that quarterbacks can be, you know, Jalen Hurts. They picked him. They traded up to get him. Rodgers walking up to say the Lions pick. Here we go. All right. And there's so a QB come- competition in Philly. And here comes the pick. I think they go wide receiver here. Maybe. Offensive lineman. See, that, that, that's that's a good pick. That's a good pick. If, if you're a... See, if you're Panay Sewell, that's the kind of... That, that reaction that I'm seeing on TV, that's exactly what I'd do. I'd be a little Look at all pessimistic. that pizza hut around Panay Sewell. Look at that. Look Promo. At that. Promo. That sucks if you're Panay Sewell, but it's a good pick by the Lions. Because the Lions Look, are, the, are, are... Yeah, go ahead, Freddie. The Lions, with this pick, I think the Lions do believe in Jared Goff. But they yep. understand they have to give exactly. them max protection Correct. because a little bit of pressure throws him off his game. Correct. And, and no, 100%. That means they believe in him. And that means they didn't trade for him just to get some picks for him. They actually believe in him. I don't I, – I, I like the pick. I just think the Lions are, all, are five or six of these players away of making them into anything. I still think the Lions are going to be bottom three of the NFL next year. With that, guys – I'm going to go ahead and pause the transmission for a few minutes. We'll be back in a bit. So the Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Is it far-fetched for them to pick uh, Justin Fields? I don't think so. Even though they just traded for Sam Darnold, they didn't give a lot ca- They didn't give a lot of capital for Sam Darnold. That's true. That's true. But but uh, look at that. Look at the team that Carolina's now built. And, and remember, Sam Darnold is not too far away from being the number three overall pick. I have confidence in Sam Darnold. I think the Carolina Panthers are a great team. They really are. They built a really good offense. I say you go in here and you pick the best player available right now. So well, that would be the quarterback, wouldn't it be? Other than quarterback. Other than Mac. And, and, and even then, I don't think Justin Fields is the best player available anymore. I think you, you, you have a lot of really good cornerbacks available right now. you got... I hate to say it, but Mr. Parsons, the best linebacker available. But obviously, Raider fans are hoping he continues. Look, to I'm going to be an analyst, Raider fan, analyst, up until the Raiders pick. There you go. Then, That's I'll, good. then I'll do that. Uh, I think they go cornerback. Remember how good uh, Josh Norman was. Now, was yeah. it, it was a completely different regime. It was a completely different head coaching staff and whatnot. But it's, it's not far-fetched. And what's crazy right now is that the Panthers are down to less than a minute, 14 seconds. And they still haven't put it in their pick. But so are they trading? They didn't expect, they didn't expect to see just that low. Yeah, they, if you would have asked me. That's well, a great when, point. When Sam Donald was traded, there's absolutely no uh, 
they never expected Justin Fields to be available at number eight. That's that's a guarantee. I don't think Denver expected Justin Fields to be at number eight. Well, the funny thing is now Carolina and Denver. Carolina first has the option of getting Mac Jones or Justin Fields. And if Carolina doesn't pick yeah, it, Denver of, has to be the ability to do that without even having to trade. Now that's let's, pretty crazy. Let's remember let's that. Let's not forget. Oh, the pick wants is to in. trade with the pick is in. What was that, Freddie? Let's not forget that the Patriots also wanted to trade with Denver. That's true. He wouldn't be and Carolina. Yeah, you're right, bro. It, 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 watch the dark horse of, of or how how terrible would it be that Mac Jones falls to the lap of the Patriots at number 15? They don't even have to trade. Think about it. Tom Brady. Has I think the Patriots. Yeah, I, I think I truly think the Patriots and Bill Belichick could shape Matt Jones into what they're looking for. Think about it. He's Tom Brady 2.0. Granted, Tom Brady, I mean, we're, uh, there's only one Tom Brady. There's one to go. But imagine that would be the ultimate catastrophic event for the NFL. Gosh. So, golly, <laughs> that would be terrible. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and, and pause this for a bit while the while – the, are you guys on commercials as well? I'm going to go ahead and yeah. pause. So the Carolina Panthers pick is in. Wow. Oh, that's a good. I like the pick. I like the pick, guys. That, I, I like it. There was a remember, guys, there was a oh, lot of doubt around JC. Huh? Did you say it? JC Horn? Yeah. Yes, yeah. because of this. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of doubt over JC. Why he was falling on certain draft boards and how mm -hmm. Patrick Sertain from Alabama was being picked higher. So that that to me is surprising. Not the fact that it's a cornerback being picked in Carolina, but the but fact that it's J.C. Horn. And not Sertain is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned it on Monday, I think, that that there was a bit of a Sertain was going up on the draft boards. But yeah. it, this, this is the perfect example of why sometimes we got to be careful on these mock drafts and not read into them too much. Because at the end of the day, these are just analysts. We're not talking GMs are the ones that are going in there and actually picking these players. And so far, like the CYJ podcast is 0 for 8 on picks, other than no, the first one. We got the first one right, bro. Don't take credit. We, we credit. said on the podcast that that one didn't count because that one was super obvious. I know. Bro. I actually forgot, bro. I haven't looked at that one. I uh, I completely forgot, to be honest. I forgot to look at it. No, it's all good. Okay. Uh, wow. So JC Horn played for South Carolina. They do play. They play uh, Alabama sometimes, but they play Auburn. They play, you know, some b decent big schools. So J.C. Horn, uh, I think it was Josh who brought it up on Monday's so. podcast. His dad was an NFL wide receiver, Joe Horn. So he's been around the NFL. He definitely had some coaching. He definitely had uh, the tools in front of him to become a, an NFL athlete or an NFL player. But. I, right now, as a Raiders fan, I can't stop thinking of the fact that Justin Field could be a Denver Bronco. So I, I'm going to say this yeah. quick, just because Mr. Mr. Juan is here mentioning it, and I think I agree with him. Juan, who do you think is going next to the Denver Broncos? Oh, definitely Justin Fields. No. Like it's just, it's no. a miracle that it just they just fell oh, to the yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> Yanko, but it's just going to happen, bro. There's Jeez, no way man. it's not going to happen. Do you guys agree with that statement? I yeah, man. I, I have to I have to agree. I mean, if if Denver doesn't pick them, then 
you know, then, thank then the what Lord, the heck, man. Yeah, then what the heck is, is John Elway doing? Because at the end of the day, John Elway is still pulling. And honestly, I don't think John Elway is in the position of, of, of management anymore, like the GM. I think he's... I think he's still part of the organization. I don't think he's making decisions. I, I, I think I think that's just a structure, supposedly to the people standpoint. I think at the end of the day, if a quarterback is getting picked, it needs to be given the blessing from John Elway. I strongly believe that. I don't think they're making this pick without the, John Elway. Yeah, we have to remember that this is the guy who picked Brock Osweiler. This is the guy who yeah. said Tim Tebow should stay. This is the guy that got Drew Locke. I mean, this he, is uh, the guy that brought Tom Brady. I mean, Peyton Manning. Just saying. Okay, one guy who was already known to be great, but I'm the guys that you pick. No, no, the guys that he actually analyzed himself. No, no, no. no I'm just saying though, but he the, he wasn't demoted. He just stepped up really. So he's still president. So he, they're not gonna make this decision without it. Yeah, he's lesson. obviously consulted with, but man, if Justin Fields goes there, which it looks like. Okay, let's let's just imagine that the Broncos are like, you know what? We're gonna just go ahead and pass on Justin Fields for some dumb reason, right? Do you think if the Cowboys knew that Justin Fields was gonna fall to them, do they sign Dak? They don't. They don't. That's a if good they, question, they man. if the if 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 Prescott, I mean, if, if they knew that, heck no, absolutely. Yeah. But then again, but then again, Freddie. In this hypothetical scenario, some team would have traded up in front of Dallas at that point, you know, if they would have known that Prescott was still unsigned. So that's one way to look at it, too. But in that yeah. crazy, in that crazy scenario, Dallas, no, Justin Fields over Prescott any day. And I like Prescott, but cheaper contract and not a ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. OK, so what if what if Denver picks Mac, Mac Jones? Now, well, actually, Mr. Mr. Calero here, my father. He is insistent that the Broncos are going Mac Jones. He swears it's Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is I more of a uh, a system quarterback. He's not much of an athlete. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Broncos run a specific. Well, they 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 don't want. Do they still run the Kubiak system? Sort of. I know he's not there anymore, but I don't know if they still do. Yeah, I don't I, think he would fit that system. I don't know, man. There we go. Well, the clock, the, the pick is still not in, but they're back from commercial break, so that was my bad. <laughs> no, the, I think, you know, if they they pick Drew Locke for a reason, they and did. if on paper, either A, they know that Drew Locke didn't work out and they go Justin, or B, they get the better version of Justin. But, but I mean, the better version of Drew and get Mac. But you know what, bro? I think it's a little bit odd, too, because Drew Locke, when they drafted him, everyone knew he was wrong. Everyone agreed that he wasn't yeah. a, a, a top. Everyone knew, you know, if we are patient with him, it'll work out. And the Broncos took on that approach at the beginning. But if we remember, they started playing him towards the end of the year. And they, he had some flashy things. He's still raw. They didn't really let him perform like he should have. So is this on the Broncos or is this on luck? I think it's on the Broncos. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Locke, he, you have to remember that Locke is now in a division with Patrick Mahomes, with Derek Carr, and with Justin Herbert. Now, I'm not ranking those in that particular order, but they're all three decent quarterbacks. They're all quarterbacks that can carry their team. So he was being compared in the AFC West with quarterbacks that have gotten paid, have earned their stripes, or are freakishly athletic and good like Justin Herbert. FYI, 45 seconds remaining and no pick is in. 
Just saying. Not going to happen, but the Broncos, I feel, are, 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 are almost at the verge where they might not end up picking just if the pick is in. But, wow. Is it just the Fields, guys? Is it Interesting just to note that the, the NFL draft simulcast on the college side, they have the linebacker from Notre Dame ranked higher than the linebacker Micah Parsons from... Oh, no way. Yeah. Owasu, I'll, let you, Owasu. I'll let you know right now when it pops up here. I haven't focused on that, but I'll see. I'm actually on ESPN, so, so I would think it's the same thing. Right here, see. they're showing Trevor Simeon, Drew Locke, Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Brandon Allen, Britt Ripon, and Jeff Driscoll have, not including Philip Lindsay's start at Wildcat quarterback, have all been the quarterbacks in Denver since Peyton. Jeez, all since Peyton? Yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You have to take. You have to. You have to. If they don't do that, because even then, you didn't give up a lot for Teddy. And Teddy's not going to fix anything. Teddy's a great yeah. backup, but he's not a. Do they, be, or maybe they believe in Teddy? Question If they go Justin Fields here, Drew Locke is traded, right? That has to be, because now you have. Lock Teddy and him in the in the yeah. same quarterback room, and, and Drew Lock would not be good for that. No, that's that's anyway. not a good locker room. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints went after Drew Lock. I and that's where I was headed, bro. The Saints, the Patriots, those teams that would would not mind take. Oh, here's a crazy one: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't desperately need. This is the type of quarterback that might work out. All right, here comes the pick. Or Washington. Or Washington. That's another good one. Yep. The Broncos don't have the luxury of waiting. Here we Those go. Teams do. Here we go, guys. <gasps> what? Oh my they God. didn't get a quarterback. They didn't Thank get a quarterback. John. What? Thank you, John going. Elway. Okay, all right. I'm going to criticize this from the get-go. Guys, <laughs> how good have the Broncos' defense been for the last couple of years? They're good. They're beasts. Oh, and what do they gosh. win? They don't win anything. And you're this... telling me they go cornerback? You, you know really? what this is? This is the Patrick Mahomes effect. Yes. Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. But you can't win a division thinking you're going to stop Patrick Mahomes, bro. The Niners couldn't in the Super Bowl, and they had an amazing defense. You're not going to win with Teddy Teddy, Teddy, <laughs> what? Yes, yes. Oh my God. Well, yes. That has just made the path easier for the Chargers in the AFC West. Thin air, dude. It's the thin air. The what? It's the thin air. <laughs> the lack of oxygen in the Denver <laughs> brains. Oh my. Okay, Freddie. Justin Fields. Okay. Here, here's a wild. Is true. Is Dak Prescott on the trade block? <laughs> no, and, uh, I don't think and, so. Wow. Okay. Why not? Yo. Why not? Who's better, Justin Fields or Dak? No, I, I think Justin Fields is better than Dak. Well, could be better than Dak. Let me say that because he hasn't Agreed. proven anything yet. Agree. Agree. But the Cowboys are not about business. There are they're an emotional team. Exactly, Justin Fields and Justin Fields, bro. We bring in the Wildcat. We'll bring Justin Fields and Dak Prescott at the same time. No, I think it's their try to their mindset is, oh, we like Dak. We already signed him. We gotta 
you know, show some love. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. I was just saying that out there because of what you mentioned. You, ha- Here- you had to think, though, that Justin Fields being available, it it's crossing the minds of everyone moving forward now. And, and, the next and now, picks, yeah. The next three mm-hmm. picks is all NFC East. Dallas, New York, Giants, and Philly. So if you're Dallas, you're in a very good situation because now I would be taking calls right now. If I'm Dallas, I'm, I'm on the phone. Oh, for sure. You know, here's here's one. I'm looking very carefully at number 11 because is Daniel, Daniel Jones, you know, the question marks is, is he going to be the franchise leader? No one in their right minds thought Justin Fields could fall to the Giants. If you're the Giants, do you think about getting Justin Fields if he falls? Yes. Man, I don't remember what Daniel Jones's pick was, but if he was a first rounder, you had to think about it. Bro, if he, was he wasn't a, a first rounder, pick. he was a top five pick. What's up, healthy dynamic? Okay, so check this out. So the Cowboys are up, right? Besides the Cowboys, you've got the Giants, the Eagles. Okay, forget the Chargers, the Vikings, the Patriots. Forget the Cardinals, the Raiders. Any team after this could benefit from Justin Fields. It's you're absolutely right. I mean, the Vikings, I wouldn't I wouldn't see I wouldn't be surprised. I think they're towards yeah. another contract with Kirk Cousins. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if yep. the Vikings go for him. You're talking about the Patriots. I mean, what Bro, imagine Justin if Justin Fields drops to the Patriots. Forget Mac Jones if Justin Fields. Now, we're hitting yep. the draft we're ha- we're hitting the aspect of draft day the movie. Could it be that teams are starting to get a little weary of Justin Fields. You know, maybe or Mac one, Jones for that matter. Or Mac Jones. Yeah, any of these two. Because we were saying five quarterbacks are going to be off the board. Now you're talking the Pittsburghs of the world, the Saints of the world, the, Ste- the, the Patriots of the world. They have a chance of, of trading up now, and it won't cost that much. I'm going to take off my, my optimistic Raiders hat and put on my Josh pessimistic Raiders hat. Okay, this thank you. sucks as a Raiders fan. Yes, it does. Because now, if all of the, if these guys fall, right. there's been the a Raiders, trade, guys. There's been a trade. Oh, real quick, yeah. the Dallas trade. Cowboys have actually traded their pick to the they, Eagles. To the this makes absolute sense. Philadelphia is going quarterback, bro. Philadelphia is going quarterback. Wow. I, I, I would almost bet on it that Justin Fields is coming off the board right wow. now. Wow. Or am I wrong? Do you guys think we're on the same boat on that? Or why else no, would man, Philadelphia I, trade up? I don't. Think I don't so. think so. I, I think Cowboys were going to go wide receiver, and I think the the Eagles no, wanted a wide they receiver. They were not going to go wide receiver. The Cowboys, bro. They no. I need to. No, I, I need to. I, here's, here's my take. I think the Cowboys were going Parsons at linebacker, or, or I really do. Yeah, that makes sense. And knowing that these guys are going to go re- uh, go get a quarterback, I think they're they're fine now. They can say, you know what? I'll get some extra ammo, and I'll pick number twelve, and I can still probably get Parsons. Or because now remember who was predicted to go to the Cowboys, Sertain or Horn? That was the idea. Now they're gone. So they're gone. But Parsons and Fields landed on your lap. It made absolute sense that the Cowboys make this trade. I, I, I'm I'm very proud of Jerry Jones for making this trade. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't even think it was Jerry. Yeah, it wasn't. It was probably <laughs> Steven. But you know. But I, I want to see. They I, lo- I want to say I would have a better opinion on who they're going for, but I want to see the details of this trade because if all yeah. they did was switch like if they switched the 10th for the 12th and 12th for 10th then then maybe but who maybe they got someone from philly well maybe they, they got a defensive they, they player from philly 
they obviously didn't just switch for sure because you wouldn't just trade back. They obviously got something. What where's the value? If they happen, like I don't know the details, but if they got a like if they got next year's first round pick, wow. If and they got a the, here, second, wow. And here's the other thing. You hardly see trades within their own division. Yes, agreed. Is that exactly what I was gonna say? That's weird, man. So That's imagine weird. this: if if Philadelphia picks up Justin Fields, let's just say Justin Fields comes off the board here, and years from now it's a battle between Dak Prescott and Justin Fields. The, the Cowboys are going to have to remember that they let the Eagles pick up Justin Fields. That's nuts. I, I, I really believe mean, it's what Justin does that Fields. do to Jalen, bro? Jalen is trash, bro. I'm I'm sorry. He is. <laughs> he is, bro. He is. He's a second round pick. They they only they only started him because of the issues with Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts is not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. Much to Freddie's point of Alabama quarterbacks, I think Jalen Hurts is an even underachiever at the quarterback position. He didn't even make the cut in Alabama. They cut him, and he ended up in Oklahoma after that. So I, I don't I don't believe any of Jalen Hurts bandwagon. I think Philadelphia a present was just handed to them and they took it they they're showing mac jones sitting there right now with Devonte smith in the yes bro in the, in the back and that looks that's that must be hard as it a player must. that Especially must be hard when as, the world said in the, that my mac mind jones was going i back. truly thought that mac jones was going to fall to the second right but i'm i'm thinking he's had the same feeling as aaron Rodgers when he fell that far oh for sure absolutely but we're, but we're not comparing Aaron Rodgers to to no, we're, we're comparing the situation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. More than anything, the feeling. Isn't, it, isn't it funny because Aaron Rodgers was supposed to go to the Niners. Mac Jones was supposed to go to the Niners. There's 20 seconds left and no pick is gone. If something like this were to happen, the Giants would automatically get the next pick. They might go Devontae Smith. Oh, there it is. The pick is in. Uh, Devontae. That's the pick that I predicted them to go, but in the 12, I, I don't. I wouldn't lie. I don't think what I, I would. Let's see. Uh, they traded down. They haven't given the details. I would just they like to see the details. Yeah. Before, I want to see the if they go Devontae Smith, I wouldn't like the fact that they traded and up to do that. And it's interesting that, on, at least on my screen, uh -huh. they still have Philly at 12th. My, uh, not anymore. You know what? They just changed it on my screen. Okay. So it's probably, but I was looking at that too because I was wondering what the heck did Dallas do? But. Don't be surprised if, if the Cowboys picked up a second-round pick here and there. I don't know. So the uh, the college game day crew is saying that they might go linebacker Micah Parsons or Devontae Smith for Philly. I, I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Man. This is, this he is has like, so many good options. Truly, they do. And we also have to remember that Jalen was started when uh, they have a new coach in Philly. So if it is a quarterback, Philly, Philly's coach might have said, I, I don't like this quarterback room. This quarterback room was drafted before I got All here. All right. Adam Schefter has just reported that Dallas has traded number 10 to Philly for its first-round pick and a third-round pick. So they basically netted a third-round pick for trading back to space. So they swapped. And they got a third round pick. That's awesome. That's okay. Third round, yeah. All right. Yeah, being in. that so many defensive players are falling late into the second, third uh, rounds, 
Yep. It was smart by the Cowboys. It, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're probably still going to get the guy they wanted. Here it at comes. Number 12. Yep. Wow. Oh my god. I don't I don't what? know what wow. I guess did, if you're did still, I tell you yeah. Go ahead. Whoever was saying something. <laughs> wow. So he's not he's not known as a speedster, but you know, knee jerk reaction, hot take to this pick. I think they're trying to maybe maybe bring back the era of Deshaun uh, Jackson. I think so. I mean, his he's probably smaller than Sean Jackson. Not even gonna lie, bro. This dude, yes. this dude weighed 120 pounds as a freshman in high school. He oh attributes God. his toughness to being the smallest guy and having the chip on his shoulder. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He's a, he was in a system in Alabama that apparently makes everyone look good. But Nick Saban just doesn't pick random people. They're the closest thing to the NFL team in college football. Devonta Smith, Heisman winner. I mean. He, maybe they're Rigger? trying to maybe they're trying to pair up Smith with uh with Jalen. Jalen. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's th true. to me this he goes though this goes against to what I just said five minutes ago that I didn't believe in Jalen Hurts. I, I still don't believe in Jalen Hurts, but at least the Eagles are saying we gotta give him the benefit of the doubt. Guys, so let's go so get him a flashy player. This is now, think about it, and this is because Freddie brought up this point. This is now the third wide receiver being picked that goes to a guy they played with in high school at quarter I mean in high school in college at quarterback. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the, it, uh, very interesting. And and again guys, other than cornerback, that's all the defensive players are still on the board. The linebackers are falling. So now Raider fan, you're the Raider fan here, but I'm just going to bring this question out to you. Would you be interested in trading up right now if you had the opportunity? If the price is right, because it, look at what it, look what the what it cost the Cowboy, what the Eagles cost. It cost them a third round pick. You are picking what number right now? Seventeenth. So if we're going off like the Jimmy Johnson calculator, it would probably cost you either two third round picks, maybe one second rounder, something in that area. Would you do it? Obviously swapping, but would you be interested if that man getting a player like Parsons? Yeah. I'll give up second round pick and give a switch first rounds to to get Michael Parsons. Parsons. I don't think New York's doing it. New York Giants. I don't think Dallas is doing it. I, you don't think part? Oh, you don't think they trade with you? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think they trade with Las Vegas. So right now it's the Giants, Dallas, and now Chargers. The Chargers, they're not going to do it. I think the Chargers don't pick offensive linemen. I think. Oh, the Giants just traded. The Giants just traded to the Bears. To the Bears. Oh my God! So that means the Bears. The Bears at QB. There it is. So there it is. Oh my. Okay. Rapid take. And I was, I was just gonna say, being that this division is so weak, they have the luxury at bombing the draft and still making the playoffs. Yes, bro. Guys, guys, this is nuts. This is nuts. Wow. Somebody text Peter. Oh my God! Okay, so this this changes everything it in does. the Chicago franchise. We forgot about Chicago. We absolutely did. It, 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 here, here's my take with Chicago. The coach, I forgot the coach's name. So if you guys happen to remember, let me know. But Nagy, thank you, Mr. Nagy. He's known for being an offensive mind coach. He hasn't had a good quarterback though. Now imagine Justin Fields running his offense. Okay. Suddenly, wow. 
Okay, wow. so now, now, if you pick, what if you pick Mac Jones instead of Justin Fields? Okay, oh. what if they pick Mac Jones that would be amazing. Guys, instead that would of Justin? Be amazing. Okay, hold up, Adam Schefter's talking. Give me a second. I'll be back. Yeah, he said something, but I didn't. I didn't hear he what stating, the. He's probably stating the obvious, as he always does. He was, no, he was stating the the changes. That's why I wanted to see what the actual compensation was. It didn't. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to catch. But wow, Mac okay, Jones's so face, bro, looks so sad. If they, if Mac Jones, okay, whichever one, all right. You have Mac Jones and you have Justin Fields, right? If one of them, whichever one, is better than the other in the NFL, the Bears again, I think, look like dorks. Yes, yep. bro. <laughs> they, this is Definitely. Mitchell. If, however, Mitchell Trubisky, I think he just ended up being worse than he was. If I'm a quarterback, I want to be drafted by Chicago. As crazy as that sounds, I think Nagy's system is not that bad. He 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 got them to the playoffs. You know, I think. I don't know. I hot take. This quarterback might be the best one of this year's draft. And remember, guys, the only reason supposedly that Andy Dalton went to Chicago is because they guaranteed that he would start. I don't think Chicago knew that they were going to be able to pull this off. Bro, 11 and Justin Fields is still cold. Wow. So what Andy wow. Dalton right now is probably like screaming into his couch pillow. Well, he at least he got, 10, what was it, like $10 million? 10 or 14 it, Okay, so if, you, if you're Andy Dalton, do you demand a trade? <laughs> No, if I'm Andy Dalton, I just thought I made the easiest ten or fourteen million dollars in the world. Yes, exactly. Uh, I still think Andy Dalton starts, to be honest, but I think it's a quick turnaround to the rookie. It has to be. You don't think the fans in Chicago are going to start clamoring once Heck Andy Dalton starts yes. failing, if and when he does? So the pick I wonder is if in. New York is pick is in. What is that what guy? Two trades, to? right? That's two trades yeah. now. Yeah. Is it is that back to back? That's back to back. Yep. Yeah, that's back to back trades. So you think about Chicago. I'd like to hear the compensation, but now Chicago. You know there was rumors at the beginning that that the Jets might have gotten Justin Fields. Then there was rumors that the Niners might have gotten Justin Fields. So obviously the compensation to get to number two and number three, as we saw the Niners, it took three first round picks to get there. Chicago probably didn't give up more than just one. Here we go. If, there so we go. The Bears get the 11th overall pick. The Giants get the 20th, a 5th round 2021, a 1st and 4th round pick in 2022. Wow. Well, they got a 1st. 4th, 5th, 5th. Yeah, but it's another 1st. Yeah, but I it's another 1st. I yeah, want to see, see. What are the Bears left with? Let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. <laughs> I'm curious now. Oh, come on, Roger. I think I think we're gonna have a, a random guy announce it. All right, I, this is awkward for you listeners that are listening in. Just bear with us. We weren't expecting such a long pause. Um, we didn't. Uh, I think just real quick again to reiterate, the Bears traded up, and I'm feverishly gonna look up what they have left because they've traded a lot of their future recent in the last couple of years. They moved up to get Mitchell. And now they're moving up again to get whoever this pick is about to be. They gave up a first-round pick next year I, for this. I, I like that they gave up a first-round next year if it's Justin Fields. I really do. I, 
What are they going to do if they don't? They don't have anything. At, the, at least this way you're saying, you know what? At least we have a, a future for our organization. We have a plan. But if they don't I, pick Justin Fields, then, then, then this is nuts. If this, this is, is Justin Fields, I think this also buys Nagy one or two more years, and it yes. kind of takes him out of the hot seat. You're, you're 100%, bro. In Chicago. Yes. All right, here we go. So I'm going to take off my earphones like I do, and we'll go for that. Right. And I'll try not to react because apparently I see this before you guys. There it is. Yeah, and there it is. There, there it, is. it is. Justin Fields. I and mean, let me, yeah, let me add on. to this, guys. We have to remember that Chicago gets really cold in the winter. And Justin Fields played at Ohio State where it's You're also right. equally as weather. And th this makes sense. This has to. This makes perfect sense. Okay, guys, quick, quick thing. Aaron Rodgers. That's the topic of the day. Aaron Rodgers wants out of of, of Green <laughs> Bay. Sorry to bring that up, but where does that leave now? Chicago in the rankings of this. If we were to rank this division right now, safe to say Minnesota is now number one. Correct. If Aaron leaves. Yes. Rodgers yeah. And, and, and now Chicago's number two. As I crazy still, as that sounds. And I don't think this year Chicago's number two. I say Minnesota's number two just because Kirk Wait, Cousins number is one? more experienced. Number one is still – number one is still – oh, no, no, no. Aaron left. So yes. I think Minnesota's number one. Is that what uh -huh. you said? Yes. Okay, Minnesota's yeah. number one. And I think Chicago would be number two. He's better than Jared? He's better – yes, bro. Yes. I, you know, here, here's my thing. I don't even necessarily – not that I don't even believe in Jared. I don't think Jared is good, but but the Lions are a mediocre franchise. Jared Goff sucked with an awesome head coach in Sean McVay. In Sean McVay. He's going to stink with the Lions. So, wow. If you are Aaron Rodgers, you really want to be out of Green Bay. You, you do. Because everyone is starting to stockpile. He Yikes. should have stuck. He should have stuck with Olivia Wilde, man. I think this new uh, fiance he has is putting th things I, I, in his I, head. I agree, bro. Miss, or, 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 Miss uh, Patrick, I don't know her name, but Miss Divergent. Yes, <laughs> Divergent. But even it was what was it? Danica Patrick was the last one, and then before that, it was Olivia Munn. Munn, what's your Olivia Munn was yeah. before Danica. I just know she comes on in those commercials. <laughs> so I'm gonna say. But uh, all right, guys. So what I'm gonna do is so, I'm gonna go ahead and pause it. Right, one more, com one more yeah. comment about Chicago's. We have to keep in mind that before Andy was signed, they were going for Russ. Does this yeah. is this your your Russ 2.0? Do you try to make him Russ? No, bro. He's Justin 1.0. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he is. He is. That's exactly what too many trying. similarities to me. Yep, absolutely. That's that's the prototypical after side that they were looking at. So I agree. And all right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and take a little break, and we'll be back with the now 12th pick of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, guys, so the pick is in. Dallas pick is in. I'm going to say Parsons. I really am. Linebacker. And if, and if all you do was give a third-round pick to swap and get Parsons, I think this could be potentially the steal of the draft. It could be, bro. I, I really think that's fields, to be honest, but this would be a very close end. Wow, that's one... That's Big elaborate. <laughs> that is an elaborate getup. It is. So just so the listeners know, we have a, a pretty wild wardrobe to announce the Cowboys pick. 
Oh, it's a woman? Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean that in any disrespect. Come on, bro. (laughs) And that's how how people get fired from podcasts. (laughs) I'll bring up up public apology. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry. I mean, I can't can't blame you, dude. She, She is wearing a big coat and has a face mask on and a cowboy hat. It's... You, you it's hard to uh, to decipher. All right, so this is a. I'm 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 gonna pause it for two seconds. So she's trying to get the people cheered up, but everyone's like turning on her. And here we go. Here we go. Dang it! There Dang it, it. Michael Parsons, guy. There it is, Michael Parsons. We saw that one coming. It, Dang it's, it! It's a beast of a pickup. If you're, and if you're Michael Parsons, that's the dream. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but you get to wear that star. That's marketing, man. And that's, he's not going to play with Jalen Smith, who I think is decent. He's really good. If it's not for his injury concerns, and bro, don't forget, Vanderesh is on that team too, and he also has neck issues, but he's still. A very good linebacker. So quick, what are y'all's thoughts on this? I know you're kind of bummed out, Yanko. Freddie, any thoughts? Juan, any thoughts on Micah Parsons falling to number 12? He Not surprised. And the fact that the Cowboys picked him up makes perfect sense. It just, sometimes you have to play the draft. How, you know, whatever is dealt in front of you. And they dealt yep. it really well. Yes, they – and once again, it falls to this whole – the Cowboys know how to draft. They've been doing it for the last couple of years. They've done a pretty good job ever since they stopped letting Jerry Jones make these decisions. I'm looking at it right now, guys. Chargers are 13. Minnesota's 14. New England is 15. New England is coming for Mac Jones. If you're Pittsburgh, if you're the Saints, do you try to jump in front of them right now? Or is the whole world going to let New England take my, my, Mr. Jones? Three-way trade. I, I say you let them take nice. Mac Jones. I would let them. Not, I'm not necessarily saying you trade up to get rid of the opportunity of them getting Jones, but I'm just saying that's it. Matt Jones is the only quarterback left that has first-round talent from my book. You still got the other guys, but mm. – this is this is this is crazy. All right, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and take a pause, and we'll be back to announce the Chargers pick. All right, we're about to announce the pick for the Chargers with the 13th overall pick, and it is. So there you go. Yeah, as expected, offensive line. Not a surprise. This may this makes the Chargers a, a hell of a of a team. I mean, they it got they. Better. Yeah, man. What was the think about it? Uh, Justin Herbert was able to get 31 touchdowns, even though he had a terrible offensive line. And he didn't play the whole season. Yeah, man. So that he didn't. No, because wasn't it that uh, Tyrod got like punctured in the lung with a needle by his doctor in game two? Or I, I thought that was three? like week. I thought that was like game one. No, it was like week three or four. I think it was already into the season. We'll have to uh, do a director's cut of our own. But I think it was into the season for sure. Because I don't think they wanted to start Justin yet. No, I know they didn't want to start him. I just, I really thought it was early in the season. Too bad we don't have a director's cut because 
<laughs> That'd be a good thing to check. So offensive tackle specifically from Notre Dame. Is it Notre Dame? Yeah. The uh, Rashawn Slater. No, I'm sorry. Not Notre Dame. Director's cut. I think it's Northwest. Yeah, it's Northwest. Northwestern uh, University. You know, he he's a son of a former NBA player. Interesting. And so an athlete. That's probably why attributes to his height, but he's a big dude as he's walking across the stage right now. That is a big player, and that's what you expect from the offensive lineman. In our podcast on Monday, we talked about an offensive lineman or an offensive line guy that could be drafted in the first round. I think Carlos, Charlie, you uh, picked him for one of the teams a little undersized. This dude here, he's massive. Yes, yeah, he is. It's if you paired them up to each other, you'd probably be like, what? They're both NFL players. <laughs> yep, and this must this has to make Justin even happier to come into this next season. Heck yeah, heck and yeah. Furthermore, does this make the Denver pick a little better now that they they picked up a cornerback? Because you're going against Patrick. Yeah, I who mean, has redone it, it, his offensive yes, line. Yes, when you look at it like that, yes, but you're playing on the defensive. You're not going aggressive, and and to me, Denver's not going to get anything. If anything they'll stop maybe every other drive rather than every single drive from being a touchdown. But what are you going to do when you're on offense? You're not going to win games like that. And I know defense wins championships, but no, I, I don't believe it. We'll see. Maybe they're taking a from the Alabama offense, surround your quarterback with stars and <laughs> hope for the best. Yeah. I, it, 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 we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, Minnesota is now on the clock. Minnesota. We're going to go ahead and, and uh, hold off on that and, and see what happens. But so far, a very good pick by the Chargers. I have, I have to agree. Not much to say uh, for that pick. It makes sense. The only thing notable right now, Mac There's Jones. There's a trade. There's a trade. Balling, but Minnesota Vikings have traded to the Jets. Okay. Okay. Where could the Jets be headed here? Yankel, we talked about how much need needs the Jets have. Why would the Jets do this? Well, I think it, it all has to start with the fact that in their division, you still have – you're trying to beat Bill Belichick, who's always going to be relevant. Josh Allen and Buffalo, they made the AFC Championship, and the Dolphins are someone to reckon with, right? Now you've got – they keep loading up. So the Jets are probably going – I would have to say if I had to, you know, put some money on it or to guess, they go defense. And, and No, I'm sorry, gonna... offense, offense. Offense. I think and they I go think, offense. I think even more, I think they go offensive line. And a guy that's still on the board right now is Elijah Vera Tucker. I think the, the, the guard from USC would make a lot of sense. You start beefing up that line to protect the new asset that you just brought into the board, which is your, which is your new quarterback. I think – Tucker would make a lot of sense. I think those three linemen were the best ones. And then after that, I do think there's a little bit of a drop-off. So I think the Jets make this move to pick up a lineman. Could be wrong, though. But if I had to put money on it, that's what I would say. You're Any absolutely thought? right. You're absolutely right. I think that's a, that's a liable take to think about. The Jets pick is in. So that means that someone who fell from the first 13 picks is still there. They had. They must have had whoever their pick that's coming in higher on their draft boards enough to be able to trade up to get them. Now let's remember, guys. The Jets had two first-round picks. Yes. 
what number did they have? It was 21, 22? It was in the 20s, like? I think. I think it was check. 23. I have but... it right here. It is number 23. You're absolutely right. From the okay, Seattle yeah. Seahawks. So, so they, uh, who did they trade with? Did it say? Or who it, was it? was Minnesota, right? Minnesota, yes. So that probably means Minnesota has dropped down to number 23 right now. So, Correct. All right. So they and have gone into – yeah, go ahead. I wouldn't hold it far, far-fetched either to think that because they're in the same division as Bill, that maybe they kind of had an inkling towards what Bill wanted and that this upcoming pick, not being a quarterback, was something that Bill wanted as well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So it looks like they've gone into a commercial break. So we're going to go ahead and take a small little break and we'll come back as soon as the Jets pick is about to be announced. I think, well, I think it's office, but it's O-line. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So the Jets are picking. There it is. There it is. It. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. It, it makes sense. You have to protect your toy. In comparison to how much we critique the Cincinnati Bengals, the Jets are doing it pretty good. Patriots. And look who's on the phone. They just showed a camera, guys, of Mac Jones on the phone. Guess who's picking next? The cheaters, the Bill Bella cheaters. <laughs> Deflate gate. Wow. Is is Mac Jones gonna go number 15? Or is Kyle Trask? Wow, imagine that. I mean, Mac Jones was one of the rated guys, but Bill Belichick has always done his homework to bring in. Like, Jimmy wasn't a first rounder. Tom wasn't a first rounder. Do you guys remember, do you guys remember seeing um, Bill Belichick when he was watching Mac Jones during his uh, yes. pro day? Yes. He was like, <sighs> you're like, yeah. Yep. He was disgusted with some of the passes uh, or throws at Matt Jones. But then again, um, Freddie, have you seen Bill Belichick look at his team play during the games also? He always looks disgusted by his team's play. <laughs> I also yeah, but I've that, never seen him. <laughs> I also That's think true. that it could be uh, him shadow games, right? Like, oh, I don't like him. Oh, I don't like him. To deter people from Mac. So if it, in case he did fall... He could get them. Kind of like a little bit of a reverse psychology element to it. This is the first time in the entire Patriots time with Bill Belichick that they actually are in contention to get a first-round quarterback, to be honest. They haven't been in this situation. So, I don't know. Why Maybe they go see- running back again. What what the does your show that the 15th pick is already going on? Because on mine, yeah, it, it says shows... the pick is in. Mine says the pick is in, but I, I don't see Roger walking there. there. And guys, to further elaborate on what you were saying, Charlie, the Patriots haven't picked this high in a while. That's true too. They haven't picked this guy in a while. They had 11 straight playoff appearances, 19 straight winning seasons, and in 2020, those streaks were snapped. So, they also went on off-season spending spree. They spent a ton of money in free agency. So, if it is indeed Matt Jones coming in, remember the offensive weapons they got. They got Nelson Aguilar. They got Hunter Henry. They got John Smith. This this makes sense. This makes sense. So, if you're the Raiders, right now you're at number 17, bro. 
you, you were interested in Parsons. That's not happening. But the, the, the Notre Dame linebacker is still there. Unfortunately for you guys, the Cardinals are in front of you. So Patriots are about to pick. Here we go. Here we go. And it might be a little wild because we're going to have some present. Oh. So, but just expand yeah. on that, and then you cut me off when it comes to that, bro. But are you scared the, about the Cardinals? I'm not because, remember, we we need a lot of help, right? So mm -hmm. there is still Asante Samuel at cornerback. I know uh, Josh alluded to the fact that the Raiders have invested into cornerback. I would like the linebacker to be there. Uh, maybe... Anything defense, right? I think safety, the guy from TCU is still there. But we've picked heavily in that realm. So we need to give those guys some trust. It has to be linebacker. If not, I'll be surprised at what they do. I think the, the Patriots are about to pick. There we go. With the 15th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the six-time world champion New England Patriots, There he goes. There it is. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a patriot. Wow. So this this officially puts the nail in the coffin for Jimmy Garoppolo to, to New England. That's it. It's over. Yep. That won't be happening. That's a guarantee. Yep. Mac Jones, he has a grin on his face. He's going to a, it, a great yes. franchise, man, but with high expectations. And if it wasn't San Francisco for him, this is the second best scenario, I think. Oh, most certainly. Most certainly. I think, let's let's think about it. Nick Saban and Bill Belichick have the same coaching tendencies. Yes. So he's used to a system that expects a lot. He's used to a system, a disciplined one, and he's used to being surrounded with good players. What did the Patriots do this offseason? Just to reiterate, they went in on a spending spree. Yes. Now, here's a question for you guys. Does Mac Jones start this year, or because they signed Cam Newton, does Cam Newton play, continue to play, and this guy sits for a little bit? But you beat me to the punch on that question. I said it time and time again that if the Niners picked Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo is gone because I think he he has to start immediately. I'm I'm gonna stand by that comment. Is Cam Newton really? Better than Mac Jones? I don't think so. I think Cam Newton was never really even a good quarterback. He was just a very strong, athletic, naturally gifted and forced kind of guy. I would say Mac Jones is starting week one for the Patriots. And Mac Jones is, is, isn't is a small dude. He's 6'2". Uh -huh. right? He did have some tendencies. I remember watching a couple of games. And the Arizona it, it, pick is in, by the way. And I, I'm seeing it because I guess I have an advantage with uh, the college game day crew here. In his 2019 season, he had a little bit of a turnover issue. 2020, not so much. Now, remember, in 2018, he sat in the quarterback room with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa. He got 2019 in. He got 2020 in. He had a good, a good amount of talent around him. Remember, he is a future quarterback for New England, but does it translate over into the NFL because he did have success in, in the collegiate. Does it translate over into the NFL? I really think it does. And my take on this with the whole Mac Jones thing, though, is remember, this offense is completely different to the one in Alabama. So with that in mind, you got to remember, there's no Devontae Smith. There's no Jalen Waddle. There's none of these really sexy pieces that are surrounding him for his entire college career. So now you do have to wonder, is he going to be as good? 
that's a question that's going to have to be asked. I, I'm curious to see the answer on that. However, Mac Jones, the reason I think he's going to start week one is if you go in with Cam Newton, remember the offense that Cam Newton runs is completely different than the one Mac Jones runs. Yeah. Completely different. So would you really be helping out your backup court rookie quarterback if you run that system? What is he going to learn? He's going to run completely different. What's the name of the offensive coordinator in New England? Josh McDaniels. I think Josh McDaniels is that flexible. He is. I think he's that flexible. I think that or if Cam wants to play after the 2021 season, he needs to ball out. Absolutely. And Bill Belichick is... He's a savage, man. Maybe you he will bench Cam to start Mac. Yes. Yes, he 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 won't care. Especially he's on a one year deal. He has no allegiance to Cam Newton. I, I don't know. I, I feel Mac I just I don't think I, I gotta wonder if his contract is even guaranteed if you're Cam Newton. Can he get cut? Maybe. And and maybe doesn't maybe not, lose maybe, two, three million, whatever the yeah. guaranteed money was, and then just let him go. Yeah. Because I, I think, think you, I, yeah, comes. I in. think you got you have him run through the off season training. You have a little bit of a QB competition, and it, this it'll be very telling. And this isn't good for Cam Newton's career, but if they go into a QB competition, and Mac Jones beats out Cam Newton, I this is a hot take. I think Cam Newton's future is no more as a starting quarterback. Agreed. I agree 100%. Yeah. He's a serviceable backup. He's a serviceable number two. And he fa- he starts falling into the realm of the Andy Daltons, of the Fitz- Fitzpatricks, of the Marcus Mariotas. You know what, bro? I would say he's even under those, to be honest. Because I feel, honestly speaking, if, if I had to have a backup, would I like Mariota or Newton? I'll take Mariota. What? Maybe Dalton. Maybe Dalton, no. But Ryan Fitzpatrick? Heck yeah, I'll take Ryan Fitzpatrick over Cam Newton, which is crazy, but I would. All right, pick is right. in. Roger for, for the Cardinals. About to, Cam Newton's about to announce. I mean, Mr. Goodell. <laughs> Zavin Collins, linebacker Tulsa. So not even the Notre Dame guy. Not even the saying. Notre Dame guy. Wow. Which okay. is surprising. It is. Now, the Raiders are on the clock, so this is this is our time here. So, hometown is in Oklahoma for this guy. Uh, he competed in gymnastics. I'm just reading off here. He was a high school valedictorian, which means he's a smart guy. Being yes. in Tulsa, I would have to venture to say, and this is, I'm reaching here at 6'4", 260 pounds, that this is a guy that Cliff Kingsbury saw in college and liked. It has to be. Yep. That's what it has to be. However... Being in Tulsa, what kind of competition did he play? Exactly. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's going to have to make me wonder, though, what's going on with the kid from Notre Dame. Because in some boards, he was actually predicted to be the number one linebacker. In some, he was number two. And now this kid comes out of nowhere. Does he fall into the Raiders' hands? Or are people starting to question him? What so, would you do? This is your time now, Yanko. What okay. is time? So I think the Raiders have a potential of get the smart, based on draft boards, quote-unquote experts of what the collegiate world is saying is that the Notre Dame linebacker should be the best fit in regards to what the Raiders need at uh, defense. However, I wouldn't hold it far 
if the Raiders come out and pick someone completely out of left field, let's remember that they used their number four pick not too long ago on a defensive lineman, Edge Rusher, Cleveland Farrell, with other guys still on the board because he was a great system guy, because he had a great mentality, because he had the it factor, according to Mike Mayock. I get it. It's cool. However, has he played out? He hasn't played out, maybe. You could say that Max Crosby, a fourth-round pick, has been better than that fourth-round pick. First, number four in the first round. Would it make sense to get a linebacker right now? I want to say again, yes, it would make sense. It has to make sense. Please make it make sense. <laughs> All right, Yanko, so let me ask you this. So we can kind of open up the broad idea. And I'm going to do the same thing with, with Freddie right now and, and with Mr. Juan. So my question to you would be, what would be the pick the fan base wants and that it would help the team? Not what the fan base, but what would the team need? You said a linebacker. Do you agree with that? And B, what would be the the wild pick that you could still see maybe them picking because of your his, history? Is, is there two names that maybe come to mind? Or... So not necessarily names, but positional. Okay. Anything defense on the defensive line. So, so mm-hmm. if it's like a defensive tackle or an edge rusher, a linebacker would be my preference. But anything defense, I think Raider Nation would be expecting. Now, something that's completely not necessarily out of left field, but something that uh, definitely would make sense. And I'm going to lean on Josh and what he said on Monday's podcast is offensive line. The Raiders threw a dynamite stick into the offensive line. (laughs) Yeah, into the offensive line. They got rid of Rodney Hudson. They got rid of Gabe Jackson. They brought the center from Houston. They signed Colton Miller. They have Rich Incarnito, who's basically a plug. Offensive line play would be smart if you start rebuilding that offensive line. You get him in and you get him to start working out with Derek Carr. If it's a defensive guy, this is someone who Gus Bradley, the guy who just came from L.A. Chargers as a defensive coordinator, it has to be someone that he believes in. It has to be someone that that him and Mike Mayock said, okay, because let's let's admit it. John Gruden is an offensive minded guy. Yes. I'm going to answer the question a little farther or go with it. If they pick a quarterback. Oh. That would be the one puzzling move, right? That would be the worst pick in the world. I have one worse, bro. Running back. You got to admit. Oh, my gosh. You're right. You're right. We have Josh Jacobs. We have a fullback. And then we just, for some reason, signed Kenyon Drake to 11 mil for two years. I don't know. We we don't need tight end. We don't need wide receiver. Well, let me take that back. I just As I'm talking about it, a wide receiver, a... a a big presence because we have Ruggs, who's a fast outside guy. Remember, we lost out on Antonio Brown. We lost out on what's the guy's name that came from the Chargers and he played for like two years and then he had plantar fasciitis. Mike kind of Williams? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mike Williams. Oh, man, what's his name? By the way, the Raiders pick is in. I for, so. Well, he went to the Lions, that receiver. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be a tall guy. Tyrell uh, Williams. Kind of number one. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So wide receiver, I wouldn't be surprised with. Offensive lineman, I wouldn't be surprised with. But here's here's. Let's go here's, linebacker, please. I'm gonna say this: if it's not linebacker, one of your biggest pressing needs as a Raider is your defensive line. You said it, the pass rush. It's interesting to know that there's been 16 picks and not a single pass rusher has gone. So the Raiders would have dibs 
on the best pass rusher in this year's draft if they want him. And there is a I we did pick and there is a number one rated edge rusher in this draft that was is a first round rated. His name eludes me, but you're absolutely right, Charlie. Eli- yeah, it, uh, Jalen Phillips, no? Yes, yes, I think that, that sounds correct. We need from, our director's um, cut guy Miami. to look up the info. But the Miami guy, if it's an edge or a linebacker, what I would be content with. What what would I, I would think it would be a mistake, honestly, to go receiver again. I really do, just because I don't think that's the biggest concern. I think Derek Carr can make it work with what he's got. But if there's yeah, one receiver left, right. it has to be Elijah Moore because he's the only left. But he's not a big receiver; he's a small guy. But he's if, the if, only he's the only first round talent left, I think, at the receiver position. If it is receiver, and it's Elijah Moore, it doesn't make sense because that guy is basically Henry Ruggs 2.0. Agreed. But here we go. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna actually play this one. Yes. There you go. Offensive tackle. Okay. All right. So it's not sexy. But it's it's a good pick. It makes sense. Yep. It makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna see what these guys say about Alex Oler because I don't know a lot about him. So go ahead and listen in while I'll go ahead and talk about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this about about this pick. My, my beef with the Raiders is you had good linemen and you got rid of them because of contract issues. You made a hole that you didn't have, and now you have to draft it. So that's my only takeaway. However, I think it's a good pick. He's a big dude, fast, I mean, strong dude. Lineman, he's from Alabama. Alabama tends to have really good linemen. I, I have no problem with this pick at all. I think it makes sense. So, I would have preferred defense, but I don't I don't mind it. The, the college game day crew is telling have some uh, as the number one offensive tackle, 6'4, 318 pounds. So he's a big kid. He's a left tackle, he's a blindside tackle. So Colton Miller, and let's keep in mind, Colton Miller wasn't necessarily a left tackle coming out of college. So this starts to make more sense. They might move back Colton Miller to his original position on the right side. They start this guy on the left side, and it helps. Now, he played for Alabama. He protected the quarterbacks that Nick Saban has. And I might be stretching here a little bit. I might be going with everything uh, as a – now I have my positive Raider hat on, right? But this guy is a two-team first-time All-American in the SEC. He made 41 straight starts for uh, Nick Saban in Alabama. He blocked for the lights of Najee Harris. He blocked for the knights of uh, you know Devontae when he does Devontae Smith when he does his runarounds. And this is guy. This is a guy that Josh Jacobs played with on the offensive line. So how much of Josh Jacobs was him going? Hey, take a look at this. Take a look at that. Interesting note. This is now five Alabama players taken in the top 17. That's insane. So, Alex Leatherwood, welcome to Las Vegas. And how many of those are defensive players, bro? None of them. Eggs. That's nuts. That didn't happen. So, this is this is crazy. I like pick it. Is, the pick like is it. in for the Dolphins, by the way. Would it shock you to see the first running back off the board right here? No. And you know what? If it's Najee Harris, it makes sense. Two will play with Najee. Yep. It would be another one of those little combos that we've been seeing. Exactly. And remember, they already picked the wide receiver in uh, the, at number want, six. Uh, Waddle, right? Waddle. They already picked him. So maybe the Miami Dolphins become the Miami Crimson, Crimson Tide. Who knows? 
I here's think the here's wide receiver. I think the wide receiver QB combo is has holds more weight than your QB running back uh, combo there. I think you need more chemistry with your wide receiver than you do with your running back. I agree. Yeah, I agree. The only reason I see that combo is in this modern NFL, there's a lot more passes to the running backs. So ask uh, ask uh, Philip Rivers and ask him if his chemistry with running backs helps. So, so I could see how some chemistry works, but I agree with you, Freddie. Wide receivers and quarterbacks, their chemistry is more important for sure. They're showing uh, Flores, Coach Flores in Miami and their GM – and they look ecstatic. They look happy. So it, it looks like their draft board went their way, at least reading their body language. So th- I think uh, you guys hit it on the spot. This might be a running back uh, in Miami. The pick is in. Rogers at the stage. So no, completely they go def- wrong. There he goes, completely wrong. They go defend. I, I, I could see why they were happy though. The best pass rusher of this draft falls to oh. number eighteen. How awesome is this? This guy oh, yeah. played for Miami and he stays in Miami. Bro, can we go back to our draft picks? Because I have a feeling I hit the on that one. Give me a second. Maybe. This guy, Redlands, California, top red high school defensive prospect in twenty seventeen. Uh, and he retired for multiple injuries, so that's something to note, but came back in 2020. This dude is 6'5", 266 pounds at defensive end. Uh, he's someone to mess with for sure. Bro, we got our first hit. We got our first hit. The CYJ podcast the hit. CYJ podcast hit at number 18, Jalen Phillips. I picked him going to Miami for Miami. That's why I remembered. Because I remember... Miami to Miami. So we hit. All right. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good, bro. Someone can, pick us up. Fox, let us know. I can, I can die happy. <laughs> I hit on a draft. <laughs> hey, Stadium Network, let us know. That's right, bro. One of those cheap channels that comes out on, put, on Analog put us on, uh, put us on LG Channels Plus. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's pretty crazy considering that it's number 18. That's like way into... The draft, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. And this uh, helps the Dolphins, I think. Uh, if anyone out of this div- uh, division knows Belichick, it's Coach Flores. He's he's from yes. New England. He's from that tree. He's starting to stack up on the defensive side. Uh, this guy is going to try to have Mac Jones for lunch. Here's something crazy. The Miami Dolphins have selected five players in the last two drafts in the first round. Five. They just traded with the Niners, and they own their next two years' first-round picks. The Dolphins are doing good stuff right now. They, they have a good system for the future. Miami is definitely worthy of having these picks, of having the situation that they're in, because let's remember Miami was irrelevant for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. So it goes to show. It also reminds me in, of the Cleveland Browns. Now, they had a longer stint of mediocrity, but look at the Browns now. They're relevant. Look at yep. Miami. They're becoming relevant. Washington becoming relevant, who is now on the clock, by the way. So let's let's keep this in mind, and 
You're absolutely right, Charlie. If the Dolphins make some noise, we should not be surprised. And they almost did this year. They did. They if almost it was, did this If year. it wasn't for some questionable decisions that they made at the quarterback position, they'd probably make the playoffs. So you yeah. said it. The Redskins, sorry, the Washington football team is on the clock. Uh, they're picking number 19. They've gone to a commercial break. So let's go ahead and take a break. And we'll be back when they go ahead and select their pick. You got it. All right. So now Washington's picking. Okay. David Davis, linebacker, wow. Kentucky. So the Notre Dame kid continues to fall. Yeah. There must be something out there. Yes. That is making him drop. Could it be an injury concern? Could it be some attitude concerns? I don't know. Or could it be that the, the media was hyping him up more than he should have? All I know is that the Washington football team addressed one of their needs, which was linebacker. Mm-hmm. And to uh, expand on your point, Charlie, uh, this kid, Jamin Davis, in Kentucky, uh, 6'4", 235 pounds. Uh, I'm watching tape on him now. He's quick. Yeah, he is. Uh, That's what I'm looking at, too. He's quick. He's he's a, a, a good run stopper, attacker. And to be honest with you, I think it's this is a common occurrence in the draft. There's always a casualty one way or another. What's up, Healthy Dynamic? I think if they weren't in a position where they have to face Saquon and Ezekiel Elliott, they would have gone with the Notre Dame kid, but he's too small. They need someone bigger. Okay, how big is the... uh, Let's elaborate on the Notre Dame kid size. I think he's like 6-0. There has to be an... According to the college game day, guys, let's remember that Riverboat Riviera, ex-North Carolina or Carolina Panthers coach, is now in Washington. This dude has picked good defensive and brought good defensive people to his teams. This is a guy who picked Luke Keekley. This is a guy who picked up, uh, was it Davis, that run, ran around with Luke Keekley? He's a defensive-minded guy, so he must have seen something in this guy, this kid, Jamin Davis from Kentucky, that he liked. Looking at him, though, I have to say that he he almost doesn't look like a linebacker. He he looks like a hybrid, dude. That guy, he's huge, man. He he has like these long arms and long legs, and he just doesn't look like the typical prototypical middle linebacker that you see. I'm not hating on the pick. I'm just saying he looks different. Very very cool. And I do have to say that. I can't get used to Kentucky football players coming in the NFL. No, you think Kentucky and I think basketball. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Let's remember the Washington football team, they made the playoffs this last year solely on defense, I would say. They have Chase Young. They have uh, key players, and now they just added another young guy to their already good defense. So this this should wreak havoc. in the NFC East. Remaining top guys, the linebacker from Notre Dame, according to College Game Day, the safety from TCU, and that Virginia Tech, uh, Caleb, is it Caleb Farley? Cornerback. Yes. So here's a funny thing. After the Giants, it's the Colts next. And here's the Colts team that we said they're sneaky, they're good, they know how to draft. Imagine them pairing up this kid from Notre Dame 
with oh, who man. you have Darius Leonard already. Yeah. So suddenly this defense can get even more intense. So sometimes dropping or falling in the draft can be a blessing in disguise as well. So we'll have to wait and see. There's three minutes left on the Giants pick. So real unless quick, you, yeah, yeah real go quick, ahead. one more one more topic. We are on pick twenty out of thirty-two, and we've alluded to this in other podcasts. The running back position be, keeps becoming not as sought out for as it did in drafts of the past. It just yep. goes to show that the and the current NFL is more pass heavy than running backs. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Now let me let, looking at the at the picks that are left. We got tennis. I mean, we got right now. We got the Giants. We got the Colts. We got the Titans. The Jets are still picking at twenty three. I don't think they're picking at twenty three anymore. No, they switched they up. They traded up. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Jaguars, Browns, Ravens, Saints, Packers, Bills, Ravens, and Bucks. Does any of those teams? catch you as a team that could potentially trade for Rodgers or maybe be interested in a Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't... The Saints? I was going to say the Saints, but their cap is horrible. Bro, but they, they got... They, yeah. they, know, they know what to do, bro. <laughs> Imagine... Here's a, a what-if scenario, right? Would you rather... All right, bro, would you rather? Let's do it. Oh, wait, he can't hear you. Come in. Hold up. He, his AirPods died, so give me a second. So you asked them a direct question. What was that, guys? All right, so would you rather, Mr. Pia, because we're talking QBs here and crazy scenarios, would you rather have gotten a first-round pick for Aaron or you give up Aaron to the Saints and you end up with Jameis? Oh, God. No, def <laughs> definitely get a, a first-round pick. Definitely. <laughs> He's a, he's, that guy's just the interception machine, bro. And he At eats least. W's for breakfast. Let's remember he that. He eats W's for breakfast. That's yeah, yeah. Well, if, if you're saying he's going to get Watson. Wow, that's very disturbing, Mr. Freddy. But anyway, if, if, if he's going to get Watson, Watson. If he gets Watson, you're obviously getting more compensation than just Watson, right? Because I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But I think to answer your question, Charlie, as someone who could trade up for Aaron... I mean, and Freddie hit on it too. The Saints could be up there because they're they're in need. They're yeah. in need of a quarterback. I would find it crazy that the Packers would actually trade him to the Saints just because of the fact that they're in the same conference and you you struggled with them head to head. Yeah. You would hate to see Aaron Rodgers go succeed with the Saints. Here's but another it, crazy thing. Here's another crazy thought. Tennessee. It's not too crazy. It's not too crazy. But I almost feel that the way Tennessee is constructed. I don't see Tennessee's head coach doing that. Yeah, in a way, I feel like they have they don't pay too much to the quarterback and their system still works. However, with the supporting cast that they have, it could be interesting. Imagine A.J. Brown with a good quarterback. With King Henry? Jeez, Guys, remember when, when Aaron Rodgers has a good running back, he's successful. Now, his running backs do have to catch, and Derrick Henry isn't known for that. So That's that true. is a kibbe. But the all right, in for the here we go. Giants. Whoa! <laughs> Dude, okay. Who is that? He is a beast. I got to say, I think he's a little bit of a reach, but he's a beast. I was watching Guys. tape on him. 
this guy's good. Simply, the name Kadarius Tony. If you guys have seen KM Peel, he sounds like one of the picks from KM Peel. <laughs> he's he's from Florida University. Check it out, bro. Check his highlights. I'm sure you're watching it now. This guy is good. But, uh, my, my brother-in-law actually brought me to his attention a few weeks ago. Mr. Juan, he, he brought it up. This guy's good. He's he's not a flashy guy. He's not a fast guy. He's just a swifty home run hitter. And he's so, not a big guy. He's 5'11". He's not, but he, he I I like the pick. He's like a speedster. The... I'm watching tape on him now. He's a speedster. He's, he's the type of guy that maybe you use on reverses. Maybe yeah. he... I think when you when you pick someone like this that's unknown to the first-round world, right, on mock drafts and anything else, and analysts as unprofessional as we are, this these are the type of guys that impress at the Senior Bowl. These are the type of guys that impressed a coach on a pro day that was like, okay, I can we can use this guy. They're showing uh, jet sweeps with him. They're showing reverses with him. Maybe this guy becomes a good special team return guy. Uh, and, infinite you know possibilities. He's he's actually not even the fastest guy. He didn't have a, a really fast forty, but he's just he's so swifty. He just has what they what you would call football speed. He he really does. So I'm I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the Giants break. I really I I've been looking into this guy for a few weeks. Since they brought him up, I think it's very underrated. I think it's a little bit of a reach, a little earlier than I thought, but I think it's a good pick. And this is a guy that's going to test the defense in the NFC East, right? He's going to test the, the defense of Dallas. He's going to test the defense of Philly. Maybe he'll run into a wall with Washington. Yep. But he's definitely someone that you maybe, and I'm going out on a limb here, but maybe you pick on later rounds in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mr. Juan, you have a question, so go ahead and let us know, because I know you had thoughts on it. Yeah, so for many mock drafts, there was actually he was predicted to fall to the Packers, or at least they were going to trade up for him, because he does fit the floor system. He could, like, I could see him, like, just playing the slot and just moving around him. And um, it's a really bummer, because I was actually really looking forward to him. I, I was... I, I was keep on forgetting his first name. I didn't know his last name was Tony, Tony, Tony. But I mean, if it's a good player, uh, it's gonna. I think he's gonna do well in the in the Giants. So Juan, let me ask you this: If you think the Packers were looking at him, right? So let's play a, a hypothetical yeah. scenario. Aaron Rodgers just sees a guy that he likes go away. Oh. If the Packers, if the Packers don't pick in the first round, some offense for Aaron. Does that further add to the wound that already exists in the relationship oh, between the front office and Aaron? Definitely. I, I think for him to stay, at least one of the conditions has to be give me an offensive weapon in the first round, oh, for sure. And I was, I've been looking like at, at the teams are going before the Packers, and it's, it's kind of hard for them to trade up to get one of these weapons, and, and it's not looking good for the Packers to, to keep Aaron Rodgers if they don't get a, a first-round weapon. That's what I think. So let's talk about the offensive weapons that the Packers have now. They have, obviously, uh, Adams, who is yeah. a beast. Is MVS a product of Aaron? Is Tanyan a product of Aaron? Yes and no. I, because I, I think Robert Tunney has a very good qualities. I think it was just a little hidden gem, and it, it was just a, a very good player. 
But I think MVS is and he's going up because he did have an excellent, excellent um, uh, NFC Championship game. He was he actually had a better game than Devontae Adams, and um, I think he's gonna have a good, good season next year. But obviously, in order to for us to get over the hump, we definitely need to get another offensive weapon. And for Aaron Rodgers to stay, that's definitely one of the, his requirements. That's what I think. And not only was he a hidden gem in the on the real NFL gridiron, but he was a hidden gem in fantasy too. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Earlier in the year, you could still trade for him for peanuts. And then yes. he got to the level of Kittle and Waller in value. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Good question. Where does Hanian go next year in fantasy football? <laughs> I think he's a he's a sixth rounder, fifth rounder. Fifth yeah. Rounder. I would go as crazy to say fourth rounder if Rodgers is the quarterback. Yeah, that's a, that's the key. If he stays, definitely. But he's historically, out. talking about fantasy football, we've earlier in this show we talked about top uh, top tight ends, right? So you've got Waller, Kelsey, Kittle. Fourth, fifth rounder. That's assuming that these guys are gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I would say that after those three, well, we're going to say Kittle, Kelsey, Waller, and Pitts now, right? Are the top four tight ends that you would go. That's a great question. Do you pick Pitts over Tanya? I would. In fantasy. Yeah. I would. I would. But would you guys? I, I, I no. would. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, something that we've forgotten to mention on this on this uh, show today is that before the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors were, or you know, potential ungruntledness, disgruntledness uh, of Aaron, Julio Jones was talked about as potentially being traded too. So if Julio Jones leaves, let's you know, what if scenario, Kyle Pitts becomes even more relevant, and yes. both yeah. the NFL. Every, like real gridiron on Sundays and fantasy. Here, here's my thing. When I say he, I would pick him above Tanyan, I probably wouldn't. Because I think Kyle Pitts is going to be with that typical player that's, that's going to be overdrafted in drafts really early just because of the name. They're going to go, oh, Kyle Pitts is a monster. I'm going to pick up in the first or second round. I wouldn't do that, but I do think that he's going to end up going really early. Okay, so let's let's take a scenario if you're in a fantasy football keeper league. Okay. All right, and you have one of these four tight ends that we talked about that isn't Kyle Pitts. Do you drop Kyle Pitts over Tanyan, over Janu Smith, over uh, the guy in Denver? I forget his name. Uh, over, over guys that you have now. Uh, any, any guy that's not those four, I would take uh, Kyle Pitts. All right. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right. I think I take Noah before Pitts. No, bro. He's unpredictable. And then oh and then who's the quarterback? Who did who well, did you say before, before the injuries, even with the crappy quarterback situation that he had, this guy was getting you 10 to 12 fantasy points, which is not terrible. But, but, but he had that about top the fight. numbers, but think about the numbers that Waller, Kittle, Kelsey give you. We're supposed to put pitch in that level, not to give you eh, to give you top-notch points. Okay, so let me rephrase it. 
He can give you All 10 right, points. Pick, pick is coming in. Pick, pick is coming in. Would you pay? Yeah, he was oh one of the. God. That's the guy that we were talking about. That's, that's defense. Bro, I, I, I think more like defense in the Indy. Jesus. Ah, oh, no, I got Gregory Rosso going there. Maybe. Quiddy Pay was the guy that I couldn't remember that I, I would have liked maybe if it wasn't an offensive tackle to go to Las Vegas. Quiddy Pay is the I think the top uh the top guy. He played for your coach there, Mr. Charlie. He played uh, uh at Michigan. Yep, with Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yep. He played there. Uh this kid this kid looks like a monster, man. Six three, two seventy. And he's moving around the field with quick feet. Quick feet. He played in Michigan, so he played against Ohio State. He played against Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern. So it's not a, a division in college football that is kind of like a – it's not Tulsa, right? It's not like the guy that got picked over there. So I think it's a good pick, and it makes the Colts scarier. So that, I, I, I absolutely agree. This is the type of player that, man, being the second-best pass rusher or if not the best, like you said – he can he can play the run as well, which is an underrated uh, stat or attribute when you're playing on the line. He just followed a good team. He fell to a very good team. So, uh, Mr. Josh isn't here to fight me, but those Carson Wentz-led Colts, man, they're headed to the Super Bowl. I keep saying it. Man, that was a terrible last little part. But, yeah, <laughs> the Colts, man, Colts are good. Colts are real good. So let's go because this isn't something that's a surprise and because this isn't something that's like shocking. Let's go back to the conversation that uh, we were having about uh, the tight ends and whatnot. I think Freddie was uh, talking about something when the pick came in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the, yeah, for the for Colts. Sure. Mr. Freddie. And I think we forgot oh, yeah, what yeah. we were talking about. But no, we're back. <laughs> so Noah Font can give you a consistent 10 points, right? Okay. But Your see. Floor. We're talking the three tight, the three top tight ends are in a league of their own. These guys can hit home run 25, 30 points. After those three guys, what would you consider a consistent tight end? I'm thinking 10 points, 10, no, 15 no. points. And that's the thing that Noah Font can give you versus Pitts that might lose some touches uh, that's or catches. The thing. That's the thing, Freddie. I agree with you 100%. I think Font would be my number five. I just think Pitts, you didn't draft him at number four to lose touches. He will be the focal offense, part of that offense. No questions asked. Not even Julio Jones will take more touches away from Pitts. That I, can, I, I am tempted to say that Kyle Pitts will have hot take over 110 catches next season. Mark that down. 110 catches. I, I, I really believe that. For Pitts? For Pitts, tight end. Oh, so I don't, I don't think that many catches, but I do think he is a hot commodity in the red zone. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah. So I think most of his catches, double digits, double digits and touchdown. Yes, that I do agree with. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I I just feel the upside is way higher for Pitts now. The range where I would draft him, no. I wouldn't draft him that high. I just can't. He's To me, he's not at the level of Kittle, Waller, or Kelsey right now. Next season, we'll see. But I can't pick that high with uncertainty. 
if he happens, if he fall, and then I, again, this this kind of stinks because I'm talking strategy with two guys or three guys that know how to play fantasy football. But I would say if he falls in like the fifth round, you gotta take Kyle Pitts. You have to take Kyle Pitts. I yeah. well, I, I guess it's a consequence of having the podcast, right, Charlie? We're gonna have to talk fantasy football events. You know, I, I was actually thinking about that. That come draft season, we're gonna have to do some sort of mock. And it's gonna suck because <laughs> they're it trying is. to help. They're gonna help the listeners, but you're really screwing yourself over. It is. So. And here's here, here's wishful thinking. All right, here's wishful thinking. Because we've been uh, apart for so long from seeing people because of the pandemic and being in Zoom and whatnot. Being able to have a fantasy draft in person with others would be amazing. Yes, it would. This upcoming season. Yes, it would. That'd be really, really cool. So hopefully we're we're able to do that. That'd be pretty sweet. I'll fly into right. El Paso, man. I'll, I'll a, do it. Let's do it. There's a minute and a half remaining. Uh, Tennessee's on the board. We are down to the final 10 picks. So ten, Tennessee is interesting because they got far into the playoffs. You know, Ryan Tannehill has had a resurgence in Tennessee. Mike Rabel. Is it Mike Rabel? Mike Rabel. That's their, that's their coach. Yeah. Ex-Patriot, defensive guy successful NFL career. Uh, King Henry, have you seen his off-season workouts? Jeez Louise, bro. He's getting insane. even stronger. Insane. A machine. This guy is is a physical specimen and the definition of it. However, the, the pick is in for Tennessee. What, what do you supply with? Do you, you have a good wide receiver. You lost Jonu Smith, right? He was their tight end. You have King Henry, and is Corey this, Davis. That's true. That's true. And Corey Davis, who was a top, I think he was a number five pick. Corey he Davis was number was. five. Yeah, a little bit. You wouldn't call him bust because he he broke out last year, but it kind of is a little bit of bust because of where you picked him. Well, he fell in the shadow of the other wide receiver, right? Yep. So, uh, I think maybe these guys have to go defense. I, I agree. It has to be defense yeah. because one of their biggest issues was defense and part of the reason they couldn't keep going was because of their defense so their, the side of the offense can still carry i think the team to winnable games you draft defense you sure up your defense i mean you're playing against jacksonville houston and the colts look what the colts just did they're coming for your offense so you need to pick you need to get defense agreed 100 percent, bro so I'm going to pause this for a few seconds, probably just but just so we don't have too much blank space in between. For whoever's brave enough to listen to this entire podcast. One. I think this is a perfect spot for Tennessee to take the Notre Dame linebacker. It fits. It fits. It fits. Yep, I agree. Here we go. Oh, okay. We did say defense. We did. We did. Wow. He looking like a little bit of a bad bunny there, but it's it's okay. He, he, he does. He he really does have that. Wow. I, I got to be honest. I, I'm not too familiarized with Caleb Farley. I'm not too much. I did read that he had the, and then they're actually just showing it on the screen that so it's part of the reason he fell was because of his, his, his uh, It's surgery. interesting to see. That the last time Caleb Farley played a, a game at 6'1", 197 pounds, was in November of 2019. 
So more than a year and a half without playing football. Without playing football. So I that must have been the knock on Caleb. It says he has obviously an athletic skill that put him in the first round, even yep. though he was injured and didn't play the 2020 season. So his pro day and his workouts must have been good enough to still keep him in uh, the top 25. So it makes you wonder if he doesn't get hurt or take off the year, he's probably a top 10 pick. Or he probably leaves last year. Or he probably leaves last year. Yep. Probably right on that. It's a good pickup. I think the the Titans, if it was the linebacker, I would have been okay with it. That's an absolutely terrible pass, by the way, the one I'm looking on the highlights. I like how they put these interceptions as highlights, even though the quarterbacks make (laughs) decisions. And college game day is really high on Caleb Farley. Oh, yeah? Like they're saying he's a yeah. smart guy. They're saying that he uh, can really adjust to the ball well, that he has great coverage skills. I guess this is the reason why uh, he was he was sought after so much. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those guys that if he falls to you, that's awesome. At number 22, you don't have to do anything. That's, that's really good. A top 10 player at number 22. Yeah. All right. The Vikings are on the clock, and I think it's a perfect time to uh, pause. Who the? All right, so Pittsburgh is in. Let's see what Roger has to say. I mean Pittsburgh Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. <laughs> so another Christian tackle. Darisaw, another tackle. Is that back to back? Oh, look at that back to back Virginia Tech. Who was rated higher than the offensive tackle that the Raiders got? Yes. So funny thing is, uh, Yanko, right now I was looking at some um, some stats that ESPN brought out. They said that if you guys would have waited to your second round to pick up the player you got in the first, there was a 60% chance you could have gotten him. Yep, the that's, second round. It's, it's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. But that's what that's what happened with Colton Miller at offensive tackle. Yes. And, and Colton is, has turned out. So, And Tom Cable has, has redone a bunch. Uh, could we say the same thing about defense? I mean – the guy linebacker from Notre Dame left early. Uh, Awazu keeps dropping. Maybe they get him and it's content. But Pittsburgh is coming up. Uh, is it going to be running back? Is it going to be running back or is it going to be offensive line? I'm going to say knows? running back because it, it all you basically get dibs on whichever one you want. So every top running back is still available from this year's class for Pittsburgh to get. Najee Harris. And NTN from Clemson. Now, Najee Harris is big. Najee Harris is like, almost like uh, Henry in Tennessee. They're about uh, less than an inch, inch about. Uh, yeah, give height. or take. Mm-hmm. But this dude is a beast, and it looks like. No, not the I'm pick sorry, is in. The pick is in, right? Now, so I have to say this: If you're the Steelers, though, do do you go ahead and take dibs on the best running back available, or you say, "Well, nobody's picked a running back." There's going to be a fuse till around next time around that I pick. Maybe I go offensive lineman since there's not that many left. I would the good ones. I would think that they would go offensive lineman because, as we mentioned before uh, the draft started, Villanueva is out. Pouncey is out uh, for respect for whatever reasons. Uh, Costanzo's out. Mm-hmm. They have Cardell Jones. You know, as a quarterback right now, they have, man. Michael Thomas is their quarterback, a guy that I don't even know. It's it's 
it goes to show that and not the Michael Thomas wide receiver, another random no. yeah, Michael yeah, yeah, Thomas. Uh, that the Steelers on the offensive side of the ball could use some help. They're, they're set at wide receiver, I think. And Ben is still a, a liable quarterback for another year? Year and change, maybe? He's so still got I, an arm, but he's slow. He has slowed down. He has slowed down a little bit. According to... Uh, ESPN, the Steelers need a running back, an offensive tackle, a center, a quarterback, and an outside linebacker. Let's remember that Bud Dupree left to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So that's now, true. In now our mock draft on Monday, this is where the sixth quarterback was taken. Correct. Just to note, the Steelers' 2020 rush offense was last in rush yards, yards per catch, and attempted passes to the running back. So they were last in every stat that a running back in today's NFL. The Cedars pick is in. Let's see what it is. Man, they're really booing them. I forget that they were in Cleveland. Najee Harris, running back. The best, I think, running back. There it is. In, in, uh, in the... In the draft. That, that, that's, that's, uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. And we have the clapping emoji from our resident Steeler fan, uh, Bo. You know, Najee Harris, he's a big kid, man. And every mock draft had Najee Harris going to the Steelers, at yes. least if they didn't pick him up. I mean, this kid is uh, a, a beast. He ran in, a, in an offense that is highly touted in Alabama with a lot of wide receivers. 6'1", 232 pounds. This kid can move for the size that he has. And really, he's all, he's practically 6'2", because he's 6'1", and three quarters. So he's practically 6'2". Yeah, yeah. The, the, he developed, running back? Jesus. Yeah. Remember, he developed as uh, a running back. He became a dominant receiver out of the backfield. So that helps when you're with Pittsburgh. I remember yes. a lot of uh, Bell... That. Jesus. Running out on the outside, you know, catching those little flats, those wheel routes, and being able to make some something happen after the catch. And that's exactly what he did in Alabama. He's improved as a three-down back. So this guy can be your power guy. This guy can be the guy who catches out. And he sat behind Josh Jacobs. He, so sat, or, he was in the room with Josh Jacobs, and he was in the room with someone else. What's up, Freddie? Uh, I forgot the other name. But anyway. Yeah, it's Freddie. interesting that they're comparing him to Matt Forte. Dang. Matt Forte was good. Wow, that's that's a big comparison if you ask me. Matt he's Forte a, was a beast. He's aggressive. Like when you see him run through the through the line, I mean he will knock you he's over. He's looking for contact. He's that type and of player. Think about this, guys. In college, he was first in total touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, rushes over ten yards, and second in all-purpose yards in all of college football. That's crazy. Even though on the same team that he played on was the Heisman Trophy winner. That's, that's, so, there it is, bro. Look, so the, they're just showing Alabama has now tied most in draft history for first-round selections with Waddle, Sertain, Smith, Jones, Leatherwood, and Najee Harris. Six first-round picks in the first round. Of the and that's sport. exactly why Nick Saban is paid more than some NFL coaches. Yeah. Why he won't leave Alabama into uh back into the pros. 
And mm -hmm. one of the biggest uh, splash plays that Najee had in college was him hurdling people. Like that's what he does. Yes, so it shows does. his agility. Yep, because he looks like a big guy. Do. You don't expect that from a big dude to be able to do that many no, times. No, no. And if you think about it, uh, running backs in Pittsburgh, you had Le'Veon Bell. You had the bus, right? Mm -hmm. That's a that's a pretty big gap in between those two players. I yeah, can't I remember you, any. You had um, you had this guy that was in the Super Bowl. Uh, oh man, I forgot. I'm losing his Mendenhall. Is that his last? No, oh, was it Rashawn Mendenhall? Rashard Mendenhall? I think that's the name that comes to mind. But here, here's the elephant in the room, guys. With Najee Harris, is this gonna be Mr. Henry, or is this gonna be Trent Richardson 2.0? Man, Trent Richardson, uh, for the listeners who don't know who that is, you aren't missing out. He was highly touted out of the NFL, also an Alabama running back, but completely bombed in the NFL. Also, he wasn't up. the same size. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't the same size. But, you, you, you know, Najee, yeah. I think he's a tougher runner. He has great balance. And, you know, 26 touchdowns against in the SEC. Which is this? I would say the strongest uh, division in college football. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Um, funny story with Trent Richardson. If we all remember, for as much as we consider him a bust, which I think he is. First of all, I think that's why running backs don't get drafted as high anymore because of him. But do you all remember that he actually got traded for a first round pick, even in the NFL? He got traded for no, first for a number one pick to the pits to the Indianapolis Colts. So he for got a guy drafted that was by a, the Browns, right? Yep, and third overall in the draft. And then he got traded for a first round to the Colts, which is nuts. Because then he ended up just busting out there, and that was it. That was I think a running back also in Pittsburgh helps transition Big Ben out, right? So let's think about it, guys. They got Chase Claypool, young guy. Juju, young guy. Uh, their tight end retired. Uh, Mr. Uh, Johnson, Dante Johnson. Who was that? Well, Johnson, but X forty nine er McDonald, Vance McDonald. Oh, Vance McDonald. Yep, the tight end. The tight end. He retired. So, adding an offensive piece where you were already missing some, definitely, definitely helps the Steelers uh, against Joe Mixon, who's uh, in Cincinnati, who's decent, against uh, Dobbins, who is with the Ravens. And then the Browns have both uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Mm -hmm. So a little bit, little bit of news that just broke once the draft started. It, it didn't just break just now, but about two hours ago. The NFL schedule will be released in a week and a half on Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be exciting. I, I think this is the one sport where fans get excited about a simple NFL schedule release. I know I do. Turn on NFL Network. And you check out to see who your team's going to play. You start mapping out where you're going to go watch your team. At least personally, when do the Niners play the Cardinals in Phoenix so I can drive down there? When are they going to play the big relevant teams? Maybe I can head down to Santa Clara. It's pretty exciting. This is a uh, an exciting year for Raider Nation, at least for me, because they come to Dallas this year. So oh, that's yeah. A, that's a cool game. I live in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, they go to Pittsburgh which is a place I've always wanted to go to. And uh, 
my boy Bo actually went last time to Pittsburgh and saw them, I would say almost six, seven years ago that they played uh, in Pittsburgh. So that that's also cool. And this is the first year that fans can co- go to Las Vegas or yeah. to NFL Stadium. So that's also something to keep in mind. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the schedule release. The only thing on a personal level for me is that I have a cousin getting married uh, in October. Oh, boy. That's always the worst. Man, if I, whew, if she gets married <laughs> the weekend that they're in Dallas, man. Bro, I, I, I went through the same thing. So on my streak of games, I had like seven in a row going to Phoenix to watch the Niners play the Cardinals. And one of my best friends got married the day that they played and i was like jesus bro Man, out of I, all the days of the year yeah yep and not only that but when i told my wife she was like well and she's very supportive fyi she was like well if your cousin gets married on a saturday then we'll just we'll fly out sunday morning and so you can make the game in dallas my cousin gets married on a sunday guys Oh. And she's not even like one of those cousins that are like that you don't see or that. No, she's a first cousin. Like she's someone oh, that I love. So God. I gotta I gotta go hit her up and for her wedding. You know. Does she listen oh. to the uh, CYJ? Because then it's gonna be a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Jags pick is in. And he's sitting down like a boss, Mr. Goodell. Another the second Whoa. running back. So, t- so the so check this wow. out, guys. Check this out, guys. Starting Clemson guy and starting Clemson guy. I see the quarterback and running back. They're going to they're going to play together. That's yeah. awesome. That, that, unfortunately, though, this doesn't bode well for Mr. James Washington. Though. Robinson, pardon me. The undrafted no. uh, free agent last year from from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was a beast. So I wonder where that leaves him because Travis, I think, is going to take over in the number one spot. But right remember, away. there's there's a lot of uh, – not a lot, but it isn't uncommon <laughs> for systems to have two running backs now. No, look at Nick Chubb and Mr. And Mr. Uh, this guy. Anyway, Chubb- we'll, let, we'll let Freddie go because he has his, he's, he's smiling and he wants to give a comment on that. So, Mr. Freddie. In, in, in the NFL, I mean, the, the fantasy world, this sucks. For that yeah. guy that thought that if I get Robinson, I've got it made. <laughs> now you've got a split backfield. And if this was your keeper league and you thought, you know what? I picked them late in the eighth round or ninth round. I got a steal. Oh. Not so much anymore. <laughs> oh, bro. I-, I can tell you one thing. Not a single soul drafted James Robinson last year in, in fantasy football. Everyone no. picked them up in waivers. And so- if you said you did, you're a liar. Yeah, you're a liar. So it- – <laughs> You're right. Somebody was about to luck out and get a 13th round waiver or, or, or what is it? A, a keeper. And I would still probably do it, though. To be honest, I would still probably keep James Robinson. But the value there is not the same anymore. Well, think about it now, guys. Your starting quarterback, you don't think he's going to vouch for his boy that he played Heck for three yes. years with together? Absolutely. So, and maybe, this guy, and to maybe me, had, maybe Robinson has some trade value. And remember, this guy in many draft boards was actually slated to go number one at running back over Najee Harris. So, but woo. you know what? 
I think Najee Harris fits Pittsburgh. I don't think NTN would have fit Pittsburgh. Well, he's a catching back too, though. He's a catching back, but he's smaller. And think yeah. about the defenses that yeah. he has to go against. Agreed, agreed. You yeah, know, no, the, no their, definitely division. agree. I think they both landed in the perfect spot for sure, one hundred percent. It it makes sense, uh, the way it ends. Talking, well, we, we haven't spoken to Mr. Bow real quick. I'd like to know what he what his thoughts are. Was he was he excited? I know he said the clappy emojis. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm watching his highlights now, as a true casual would. Nice. Um, <laughs> I I like the size on him, but yeah, someone made a real good point about the defenses he goes up against. Those are some of the ugliest games in the league, and we need someone probably big and durable. So Beautiful. I'm happy. Yeah. I think Bo's right. I mean, because if you think about the defenses, one of the one of the images that comes into mind was when Antonio Brown was still a Steeler and how he oh. got laid out by Montez yeah. Perfect. Yep. Now these are these are defenses that are historically good. When you when you think AFC North, that's what that's at least what I think. So here's a big a big pick because the Brownies are trending up for the first time in a long time. Where do you guys go if you're the Browns? What what are they picking? Where are they headed? What are so they let's, doing? Let's keep in mind that they've stacked up and to further go on the Bo's point, they have Miles Garrett, they have Jadavian Clowney, they have uh man, what's his name? Sheldon Richardson, is he still there? I think so. You know, their defense is starting to step up, right? OBJ comes back. They have Landry. But to stay on the defensive side of the ball, Baltimore, Marlon Humphrey comes to mind as one of their stars. So how do you how do you neutralize a defensive line? Well, the Steelers have, and this is to add to Bo's point, the Steelers have good wide receivers. How do you neutralize a secondary when you have a good running back? You know, the Bengals... I, I still think they're still finding themselves under the new second or third year new head coach. But it's to note that the Browns are picking, which is the same division as the Steelers right now. And then it's followed by Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then Baltimore picks again, right? At the yes. towards the end. So imagine how electrifying this offense would be if suddenly Elijah Moore comes off the board here. So the, the Browns. Man. As the slot guy with those two beasts that you already mentioned at the receiver positions, and Njoku at tight end, yes, with Austin and Hooper. Hooper, yes. So, so suddenly, is, is it safe to say that Baker is the the kind of the weak link on the offense? Absolutely, absolutely. And for the last, there we go. Here comes the pick. Oh, okay. he's talking. And they're gonna again. keep talking anyway. So, I wh- is it crazy to think that they could go somewhere like that? I don't think so, man, because I feel that they feel that they're pretty good on defense. If they load up on offense, because let's think about it, guys. They lost to the Raiders <laughs> like 16 to 13 or something, yep. right? And that w- they didn't have OBJ, and I understand. They missed out on beating the Chad Henney-led Chiefs. Think about it. They could have gone to the Super Bowl if they beat the, the Henney Chiefs, yeah. Yeah. right? They just missed. But, All right, here we go. Here we go. Go ahead, Henny. <laughs> no, the fourth and Henny. Isn't that the what they fourth lost? And fourth anything and is Henny, possible. Man. Anything is possible. <laughs> All right, come on, girl. Just announce it. 
They got a cornerback. Okay. Okay. So it, no. it, it's not a bad pick. Think about it, yeah, guys. It makes no sense. It, no, what? it makes sense. It makes sense. You don't because... like it, Freddie? Dude, it has mm-hmm. to make sense. The Bengals just went and got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, right? With Joe Burrow Tyler coming Boyd. back. Tyler Boyd. The Ravens are probably going to get – they have Hollywood Brown, and they're probably going to get another wide receiver here. The Steelers have Juju that came back, Chase Claypool that came back. They need that secondary Plus, help. Don't forget, don't forget, Yanko, that they draft the best receivers at all time in like the fourth and fifth round. So they're the, the Steelers are going to pick someone else up this year. For sure. They always do. They took, they took two of the L.A. Ram defense starters in Troy Hill and John Johnson. No, I know. But, but still. And then you know what? And they still got Mr. Ward there. By the way, that's the, who I was thinking yeah. about. That's true too. But isn't Johnson like a or one of those two like a hybrid safety slash cornerback? Well, think about it, guys. Yes, their secondary gave up the game to Chad Henney. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why what Freddie's saying they did invest already in the in the free agency. But I still don't, I don't hate this. I really don't. I think it's a good. I think it's no. I think it's yeah. I, you know, I don't hate it either. It's just, I don't know. I, I think it could have gone somewhere else too, but it's not a bad pick. They yeah, go I, defensive end if they don't sign Jadavian. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And I think they're stacked at offense. Now, these Browns guys don't like I've seen some on the on TV right now, and they don't, they're saying that they don't like the pick. They're, my, they're more familiar with their team, right? But now it's interesting because does this influence the pick for Baltimore. Bro, if, if Baltimore, I, remember who I, 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 I had the pick in Elijah Moore, but I do, you have to go Elijah Moore. So just a, re, just a recap to add to Elijah Moore, right? So Elijah Moore is a, he's under six foot, quick guy, wide receiver. They have Hollywood Brown and on the off season, they got Sammy Watkins. Now Sammy Watkins, eh. You know, he's good when he's on, but he's more off when, when he's on. And don't, he's, and, don't, and don't let the wind touch him because he'll probably tear an ACL. Man, he's, a, he's made out of paper sometimes. But the fact of the matter is, is that it looks like the AFC North is going with offense. And that's why, or is offense riddled. And that's why the Browns must have, must have gone defense the pick is in for the ravens it's going to be interesting to see what the ravens get uh for it for sure all right let's go ahead and pause once again and we'll come back once the pick is officially about to be announced 